0: Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father.
1: He told me enough. He told me to kill me. If Karga said you were coming, we have your border. I like those odds.
2: And welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-wing board
0: game. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. I'm Luke, and uh, we got a very special episode for you today. I got a regular with me. We got Dave.
2: Hey, it's Dave. My furnace is fixed, and it's special because it's Valentine's.
0: Yes, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We are recording on a Monday of Valentine's Day. Uh, we also have a very special guest with us. We have Andrew Lippens. Hi guys.
3: A very happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, very absolutely. very romantic episode of the Ewok
0: Squadron podcast today. You guys only, are both, only the
2: best for our listeners.
0: You're both my date today. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm just uh I heard that you did pretty good at the latest in-person big tournament that happened at uh, LVO. But first, before we chat about that, I'm going to ask you a few basic questions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Since
0: you're new to the you're new to the podcast. We got to learn a little bit about you. So, is there a squad that you're in and where are you recording from? So today I'm recording from Orlando, Florida, the uh, vacation capital of the world,
3: and my personal favorite place in the world that I've been to so far, I should say. Um, Orlando, I love Orlando. I, I was born and raised pretty close to Central Florida, I've lived in Atlanta for the um, past 10, 12 years, um, and then recently my wife and I both decided let's uh, let's um, take make a change. So I, I'm... Technically not part of any squad at the moment. My home squad used to be the uh, the North Atlanta game, the Atlanta Hawks. Shout out.
1: To
3: those guys. Some great players there, like uh, Charles Holcomb, uh, Matt Blisdale, um Both very, very good players. Uh, and Scout Collins. Um, Minnow Scout as Burning Stick uh, yeah, on know, his okay. courts.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Scout's a very, very good person. But I'm also uh, one of the members of Team Jawa who do lots of fun online TTS events with weird, janky formats. We've been doing that since uh, summer of 2020, um, and still going strong. So having fun yeah, with let's, that. Uh, Is it...
0: Let's spear off of that for a second, because yeah, absolutely, I'd like you can uh, do some shout-outs for the Jawas. <laughs> I signed up for the uh, gotta fly them all, gotta fly them all tournament. I just call it the Jawa Ball tournament.
3: That's what everyone's been referring it to. It's um, it's the brainchild of one of our newer members uh, to the team. He's been playing in our events for quite a while. Um, goes by the name of Coffee Minion on Discord. Um, he's done an absolutely phenomenal job with this format that he created. We playtested it for a while. We tried to find a sweet spot, and I think we've we found. Um, I think we found a really fun uh, middle ground of creating some multifactional lists by catching your opponents. Uh, ships and the points limits we've really played around with to try to make it so you've got your one trainer Pokemon or one trainer, excuse me. Um, and then you've got two partner Pokemon that you'll You,
2: you don't want to flesh get sued
3: out. there. You can't, don't you? It's not. Right. It's you're too,
1: not
0: you're too, <laughs> <laughs> two side pocket monsters. Um <laughs> I don't know if we're talking about a Disney property.
1: Yeah.
2: Now it's, off. I, uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's fine. You do the non-Disney licensed Ewok podcast. You just, li- I mean, yeah. listen, I was going to say,
3: listen, we're not licensed either. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of talk recently, especially about like maybe rebranding uh, to prevent some of that issue uh, or fend off that issue before it happens. Um, but anyways, um, yeah. Uh, if we just set the corporations to attack each other, and try to fight the revenue, um, then we're fine. So Nintendo and Nintendo and Disney would just have to duke it out, and then you're
0: fine. It's c, it's easy. Well, it's good to know as the Ewoks and new Jawas like that are getting along. So that's good to know. <laughs> um, Small furry creatures, according to the most uh,
3: recent <laughs> season of, uh, or the I guess the Boa Fed if you've watched that.
0: Um. Absolutely. Um, so. Uh, and in case you're unfamiliar, Dave, there, that was the. It's a whole new uh, tournament that just started last week. And it's really cool. You have 150 point ship and two 35 point ships. And the list building is really restrictive. And by the end of the tournament, you should have a list of five ships, and one of them will be evolved to a 45 point ship. So you yeah, gotta be really careful which ship you pick to evolve. It's a very cool format. I ended up going with an HMP at Belbo Lab, and uh, or HMP as my trainer at Belbo Lab, and uh, a and hyena bomber.
3: We my have list. fairly similar lists, then. What?
0: Sorry. Can you hear me now? Maybe. Um, so, Andrew, Anyways, you were so saying what, what, that we have HMP very did similar lists. Like?
3: Because, yeah, I also took an HMP as my trainer, and then a Hyena and the generic,
0: um, what is it, Fethrow something Autopilot? Fethan Otro, Otro Autopilot. There you go. You got it. I ended up going with um, DGS-047. I was going to go DGS-286, but then I didn't, I wasn't able to fit the missile that I wanted. I ended up Man. taking
3: 286 with, um, Diamond Boron and, uh, Dorks,
0: some probe droids. I, I was thinking about the Diamond Boron missile, but I was like, you're only starting, it'll be a max of five ships. I don't know how can candy that kind of missile's going to be.
3: My thought was just, there's going to be a lot of low health ships on the board. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of factions can, can get some beef at that 35 point range. Um, so I'm hoping it'll prove to be more useful than my first my first game I played today, and it was uh, less than effective. So what's your full list? So it's it's yeah. the the HMP, uh, the one that steals, calculates, which is 286. Um, he's got diamond boron missiles, probe droids, and the uh, config, the generic I1 uh, belly rub, and then. The techno Union bomber, uh, rockin' proton bombs, energy shell sh- chargers, and uh, independent calcs. Because it was, in this format, independent calcs is a basically must take, I think. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna have a full list of network calculating chips. No,
3: not unless you get extremely
0: lucky. But, yeah. So I ended up going with TGSO 047, which we're am very familiar with. So I just, and I wanted to fit more toys, so I took ion missiles and energy cell charges and the probe droids in the config. Uh, that way I have three guns, I can kind of fire one after the other. I kind of pick if I want to stick with ion control or just straight damage with the energy cell charge. And the great thing about energy cell charges is on the HMPs, you're getting rerolls, and it doesn't matter which ship you shoot as long as you have that to. Oh yeah, that's
3: excellent. The Ion Missile, I think, is a very, very smart choice. Um, I, I need to look at Ion Missiles more. And, and I think when we start looking at LVL lists, I'll probably bring it up. One of the players I talked to extensively about Ion Missiles and uh, how good they're at, at two points, and how good they are, excuse me, at two
1: points.
0: Yeah. So uh, the, very, the, very the five video. HMP ship list that I run, the same mm-hmm. that uh, Ryan Stanislawski, he kind of discovered just throwing two Ion Missiles in there is um better than a lot of things like throwing one discord is not worth it in a five ship list just take those two ion missiles and then you have those two three die guns that can make a difference uh, at some point and then you can kind of spread upgrades around um and then i have the fief autopilot um, that gives both of us a great way to upgrade to grievous or Watt or somebody like that later down the line if we want to if um, so we want to use that. And then the 10-unit bomber, I took ion torpedoes and thermal detonators and independent counts. It was between that or energy cell charges and uh, concussion bombs. Very nice. Uh, but I went with this variant. And I originally also had uh, mass proton torpedoes, but mm-hmm. I thought that an I-1 with a uh, range 1 only weapon fight. Yeah,
1: set.
3: yeah I, I I played my first match today against a um, another Separatist list and I definitely felt the pain of the I-1s as my opponent had Grievous
0: Trainer and then the I-3 uh, Tri-Fighter and the I-3 Nantex. Yeah, uh, I think okay. I saw the the apartment drone with APT. Bro.
3: Oh, I guess that would fit, yeah. That wouldn't be terrible at I-3.
0: Or Come was on, that, that I... what he had? Did he have a 10 Union Bomber?
3: No, no, he which had
0: uh, the, a Nantex and a Tri. Oh, a Tri, okay. Yes, yes, sorry, he
3: had a Tri not a Tub. No, so he had two I3 A ships, which was a bit of a slog for my I1s today, but... Uh, I ended up capturing the Nantex, lost the game, but... The captured Nantex can easily become sun and that's uh, very scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no way to fit in Snare in this format, but... No. Uh, it's still scary. But even Sun by, by his own is is a very uh, potent tool. So, yeah, that's um, the Gotta Fly em All tournament. Looking very forward to playing my game tomorrow on Nickel City. So, uh, just another quick question for you. Absolutely. Um, wh- how did you uh, start playing X-Men?
3: I gotta think back at the date. I don't remember the year. Um, it was probably 2016 or 2017 because it was pretty soon. I started playing maybe a year, year and a half before the 2.0 sw- uh, change.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I picked it up as uh, a Christmas gift from my then girlfriend, now wife. Um, she, st- I- I'd been looking at X-Wing and Armada and was kind of trying to decide between which one I wanted to jump into. Um, and I looked up some reviews and I and <laughs> the calculus basically came down in my head was that I could convince more people to play X-Wing with me as the matches were shorter. So my, I picked up X-Wing. Um, and I, I had a kitchen table buddy in college that we played uh, We played a lot. Uh, we were roommates. He is in North Carolina now. Uh, Shoutouts to Eric if he ever listens to this, which is unlikely. You can always force him to listen to it. I could. Uh, maybe that's it. I'll tell him <laughs> that he needs to listen because so I shout him out. Um, he kicked my tail for quite a long time. And not only recently, I, I think I have a pretty good win streak against him as of late, because he hasn't been playing as much as I have over the pandemic. To the point of he even joked about it, apparently, that uh, he used to uh, kick my tail week after week, and now I'm uh, out getting top sixteens at events. Um,
0: yeah, it's like my cousin that taught me to play. Um, yeah, And he hasn't really played a lot since 1.0, and now... It's I funny messed. what a little
3: practice can do to your uh, yeah. skills. <laughs> or lack thereof, I suppose. I would love to play a lot more in person with them. But... I started playing then. Um, the two I, I played once or twice at a, a casual nights during one and I kind of got baby seal clubbed, as the expression <laughs> goes. Of I'm, I'm new, I'm playing, you know, just pilots I like, and it's not very competitive. And then I go up against this really competitive guy who um, destroys me, and I'm like, oh, I'm never coming back to this. This this <laughs> is awful. I'm never coming back
0: out to this store again. Yeah, unless it's people you know, I found in 1.0, you're mm-hmm. going to get your butt kicked against some random person that you don't know. Because so there's so many things that uh, just, it was it was just so brutal. So much of 1.0 was decided before you came to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, in
3: terms of if you didn't have the right upgrades to deal with something, you, you've already lost. Um, and I think that's the biggest success of 2.0 was getting... Getting rid of the, the combos that basically made it so two or three lists were viable and it just became a game of, okay, can I do my my one weird trick better than your one weird trick?
2: Um, well, yeah. I do agree with that. I still think if you're a new player, even today, and you come into the store having played one or two games, it's going to be tough for you to beat anybody. Oh, absolutely. But I mean,
3: at this point, I, I had played quite a bit in oh, oh. the store. It wasn't It oh, wasn't okay, that sorry, recent. Sorry. It was... No, it was after like a good, I think, um, good year. I'm fairly socially awkward in person,
1: <laughs>
3: and, and it's been it's a fight to overcome that. Um, so it took me quite a while to actually go out to a store to play. Okay. Um, and, and then I, I, I played against a player who no longer plays with the Hawks and um, doesn't think. I don't think he plays the game anymore. I think he dropped off. Um, but he's rather notorious in that group um, as a, a very uh, not beginner friendly player. Okay, um, so unfortunately I did get paired against a, a I think a bad person to get my first you know, non-kitchen table game in must have been a magic player yeah <laughs> he, he bragged a lot about winning um, some older uh, older style of events um, I can't remember what it was it wasn't BattleTech it was something else though some other war game that he said he used to be like nationally ranked and all this other stuff and I'm like cool man I just had a really bad time and you really demolished me and this sucks And he's sitting there bragging on. I used to be all this good at all this stuff.
2: Not to interrupt you again, but uh, (laughs) I think we have another guest. Hello? Hey! Oh, am I mistaken?
0: No, it looks like he's in. We just haven't heard him yet.
2: Oh, he's offline. (laughs) Uh, Folks, justice is coming. Don't worry about it.
0: Justice is coming.
2: Um... (laughs) Uh, but I, but
3: after the 2.0 switch, um, I, I decided to try it again, and the friend and I went to a an early tournament after like the first points update in 2.0, um, and I had a really good time. It was a store Hello? tournament, maybe twenty people.
4: Hey, oh, hey. I apologize.
0: <laughs> yeah, no worries, bud. I, I figured that maybe you had a rough day at work or something.
4: <laughs> yes, but I apologize. I thought it was 8:30 for some reason.
0: You better reset the clock on that microwave. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We're, we're here with... Uh, Alright, we got the full cast with us. We got Dave. We got Justice. We got our special guest, Andrew Lippins, with us. Alright. Um,
1: sorry
4: good. for story. Really...
0: <laughs> no, oh, it's okay. Um, that story was
3: nearing an end. I uh, had, a, had a good tournament, had a fun time, um, and ever since then I've been hooked on actually getting out and playing and meeting people and um yeah playing online has been fantastic for the ability just to play
0: people from all over and meet people and i'll I'll never meet in person honestly playing online has been like a godsend because it makes me want to like just go to the u.s and play with everyone i've played with online i know it's like i
4: just the invitation was up there to come down to new orleans
0: uh <laughs> if a pandemic didn't exist, but I guess if it, if it wasn't for the pandemic, online X Wing, as big as it has been, would exist yeah.
2: Oh, it wouldn't. Oh. I mean, I don't think it would. It wouldn't. It was just Vassal before, right?
4: For no, practice, I mean, no, before the, I was playing um, in Lead Up to World 2019, I was playing online like every night. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah.
3: Hexod was still doing some pretty good numbers, uh, streaming TTS before the pandemic.
4: Oh, yeah. Huh.
3: Um, he oh, wasn't doing what he it. does now, but he was still pretty consistent. Yeah. And that was the one thing, too, with the the changed online play, is, is Scott was ready for that. Uh, where Dion kind of took, you know, GSP took a little bit to kind of transition and get, figure out yeah. the flow
0: of things online. Scott was, was, was like, close. I was bored in this. Yeah, yeah, I was bored in this, man. I've, I've got it. <laughs> I remember starting to watch Scott at the in the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
4: I remember him fighting for that uh, Twitch affiliate stats. Oh, like yeah. we were excited when it was over, like sixty.
1: Yes. watching. Yes.
0: It. Now it's usually over eighty. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: he's doing great. But I mean,
0: which is... on the on the big one, there's like a big events or something that he's streaming, then there's more. I've, every, I've been... every, every day it's over eighty.
4: Man, I was like consistent, and then I just stopped playing online. Well, oh, that's a
0: sad story.
4: It is. I want to get back into it. I still, you know. I'm a patron of Hexiled. I tell Scott to get my. I just teaching every day is just like exhausting. Yeah,
3: I can imagine. I mean, especially well, in this kind of, a bit. especially in the post-COVID world, it has to be very difficult to Ugh.
0: teach and
1: maybe know, uh,
0: that water at nighttime. You can bug Greg to be on stream. Yeah, just play
1: some
4: I, I just have to get to if you if you really
0: again. want to be on stream.
4: I do. I mean, we can just
0: play random games without being on stream.
4: I mean, I was consistently on Hexiled over the summer mm-hmm. and during the pandemic, like consistent.
3: Yeah. Say, I recognize your name from those, uh,
0: <laughs> from those uh, streams and such. Yeah. The K-wing and Nantex menace. K-wing and Nantex menace.
4: You know. <laughs> you know.
3: <laughs> all turrets all the time.
4: Let Let's. <clears throat> Let's not go into my grievances and sins in the X-Wing community, which is tons.
0: Hey, now that we're all here, I wanted to say this till we were all here before we get into the meaty good stuff. Uh, did you guys want to do a Wikipedia deep dive? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, in case you're unfamiliar with Wikipedia deep dive, we, uh, you just have to choose a faction and I do the rest, and we do some research and learn about something. Choose the faction, huh? Choose any faction. Pick uh, a faction. So any faction. I am, I, I am
3: increasingly becoming a resistance main. So let's let's pick that. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> my man.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, fair enough. Hey, I'm a separatist so- main. So.
3: <laughs> I think I don't know if Lou can call himself a resistance main anymore after becoming so uh, so synonymous with uh, <laughs> the HMP
0: list. I know, but they're still at heart my feet. <laughs> but I. I keep building resistance list, and then I'm like, "Oh, but look at that shiny separatist stuff."
3: <laughs> resistance then, list building
0: has been such a slog as of late, to
3: where it like, anytime I get a ship used, over 40 fights.
0: So into a wings and stuff, and the pods, they nerfed them so hard with points. Yeah. It's like you might be able to do a the proc there too, but yep. like heroic and optics, that's not a thing want. People...
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It just became so much a slog. List building for me in resistance is just. After I get over forty-five points, yeah, that could just be a heroic red uh, squadron expert T seventy, and I just can't go back. Of like, yeah, that's the most efficient option, I guess. Or that
2: you just keep 40, mentioning forty ships from like waves ago. I, I know I haven't been playing online, but is the resistance Y wing not the ship to play? It's, uh, I... <laughs> it's uh, there's not. a little sarcasm in there, I okay? It's
3: it's I want it to be good so bad, and it's just like it's a Y wing. Yeah. It's just a Y-Wing, man. And the the chassis ability is... Both chassis abilities are good. Devastating Barrage is fantastic. But, like, two shields are... Just the two shields and the white lock are better. And, like, the intuitive controls or whatever where you get your Calculate is fun if it didn't cost three extra points to use it. It just... It needs to be slightly cheaper, unfortunately.
2: Well, new points coming at the end of the
3: month, right? New points coming. I will say the funny thing is, like, all of these pilots have, um, you know, the, the Y-Wing is a new Republic ship, and the abilities all are worded like Republic abilities, in which they have 17 triggers and conditions, and then you get
0: one marginally useful thing. So, the, uh, for Wikipedia Deep Dive, I hit random in the ASV and the first pilot that came up was R1J5. Go old fuck it good old pocket in case anyone's unfamiliar it's the main droid besides bb 8 from the resistance tv show
4: which did anyone watch i didn't watch it
0: i i
3: heard it wasn't worth watching so i didn't maybe i should but
2: i watched some of it and if you're a 12 year old and under i bet you really loved it but it it, is i don't think it was targeted to, uh, adult age folks. It was, it was, it was youthful.
3: That's the impression I've got of it wasn't, um, wasn't quite as universal as the later seasons of Clone Wars and Rebels were.
4: I mean, Rebels was just great. Especially at the end.
0: Yeah. Rebels is probably my favorite show. I mean, Mandalorian's kind of taking that spot. I...
3: Honestly, I like Rebels more than
0: the Mandalorian, and that's no—that's no dig at the Mandalorian. I love the Mandalorian, but I think if I, I would, go back, we will rewatch Rebels I'll fall in love again, and just because of—I yeah. just love Phoenix, Sponsors. So I do well, too. There,
2: There's a lot of really good storytelling in the last two seasons of Rebels, and and yeah. like real emotion and connection with characters you like. I mean, I mean not that Mandalorian doesn't have that, but right, but there were more. There was more time and and investment in Rebels. Absolutely, it so has. Far. Right
4: greatest, like, villain in all of Star Wars, in it? Darth Vader? Thrawn. Grand Inquisitor?
2: Who? Thrawn. Oh, Thrawn. sorry, yeah. That yeah, makes obviously. sense, yeah. For sure. <laughs> right up there with all the others. <laughs> that makes Star. a lot of sense, yeah. Grand <laughs> Inquisitor, Thrawn.
4: Which, <laughs> I mean, if you've read the new books, I've loved the new books.
2: Well, not the new ones. I thought he was great even in the original. Oh, air from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Back
3: in the
1: air And books. he's
2: definitely coming back in the Ahsoka show whenever. Oh yeah, out. that's he's gonna be like the central character. Right? As
1: oh, I just th- want to write. I think it we're though.
2: basically gonna. I think they're basically gonna redo *Heir to the Empire* with Ahsoka instead yeah. of. Well, I mean, my thought is
3: it sounds like it's the search for Thrawn and Ezra. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what she
1: really wants to find. Yeah,
2: name, but they, right? they'll they'll twi- You know, they will be familiarities to the whatever story they tell.
4: Um. I right. mean, the new books, like they're prequels. Thrawn mm-hmm. and then Thrawn Ascendancy is all prequels, and they're amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one problem is that it doesn't even have the best villain in the whole show. The Clone Wars and Bad Batch have Cat Bean, and That's the best villain.
4: So. <sighs> okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just causing an argument. He's where there, the, where he there has is the antenna. biggest
3: hat. Is that, is that making the best villain? Biggest hat?
2: I'm pretty
0: sure that's how it works. He's blue. That makes sense. He's blue. He's blue. It's true. He's just so freaking cool.
4: Okay. I can't wait and to you get his ship.
0: Yeah, when we get him yeah. as a pi- as a proper pilot in his ship, I'm gonna find nothing with
3: him. He, he flies the rogue class. Yeah.
4: Right? Ma- mm-hmm. Yep, So the
3: same as the uh same as the um the Mac- yeah. uh, Grievous' guards.
4: Magnus. Yep. So we're gonna yeah, get a scum and I guess it's gonna be dual faction, scum and uh Scum and Yep.
3: Yeah. I saw the the paints are uh, the, the leaked images would pretty cool. Yeah. So.
4: so yeah, you have the Xanadu blood, which is Cad Bane's like Adjusted ship that has life support.
2: Interesting. That's not the. That's not one of the releases at the end of this month, though. Is no, it? that's no, and those got moved. Even I heard. Yeah, it's got delayed to April. Unfortunately, April. Was oh, was the Gauntlet, Gauntlet and the Razor early. Crest. Yeah, yeah. 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 Although the 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 Mando pack is still coming out on time. Okay, our store has them. They just won't give them to us already. Some, I was gonna say some people in Europe already have them. Oh, they're behind the counter. Jay is just teasing oh, us. They oh, they're
0: I Literally facing us so know. we can
2: see them when we walk in, but you can't can't touch them. Uh
0: they never told me about it. I would have them.
2: Oh, I I don't think I pre. He's got a, he's got like a dozen of them. Don't worry about it. Okay,
0: for the Razor Crest. No, oh, no, no, sorry. The
2: uh,
3: this is the card pack. Yeah. Oh. Mandalore. Yeah, the Mandalorian card packs. so we get those
0: Rebel fangs. Nice. Ooh. And the so dinosaur. anyway,
4: back to Bucket. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're, <laughs> Sorry.
0: We're going back to Bucket. Back to Bucket. He is our Wikipedia deep dive of the week of the bye week of the tri week. How often do we report now? But anyway, of the week, uh, Andrew, do you want to? Um, read the first paragraph for me. Oh, absolutely. R1-J5,
3: commonly known as Bucket, was an R-series astromech droid owned by Jarek Yeager, the former Rebellion pilot. R1-J5 raced with Yeager, serving as his co-pilot before the pair retired to the Colossus, refueling platform, and began Jarek Yeager's repair station and formed Team Fireball. R1-J5 worked alongside Mechanics uh, Tamara, I'm going to guess Rybora, and Niku Bozo and resistance resistance spy, excuse me, and greatest pilot in the galaxy that doesn't say that there, but it is the truth. Um, Kazuda Ziono, who was masquerading as a mechanic. R1J5 helped repair starships in the
0: garage, the fireball in particular. Yeah, I never heard her last name before. I just knew, knew her as tomorrow and Niku. Um, yeah, it had it was okay like it had a two seasons run and then at least they ended it properly and didn't leave it on a cliffhanger or anything if you did like refer to um
3: it is nice when shows get to do that and not to be like well we didn't get picked up so i guess that's the end
0: Mm -hmm. all right so the next part is kind of like the
4: same kind of thing there's a lot
3: this is this is a long article
4: well, he's, he was in what, every episode? so yeah I, was gonna say,
3: yeah, I guess it's like, it'd be the same as looking at Choppers, I guess. the bottom something.
4: We get some characteristics of him.
3: I don't want to be mean right. to Bucket. I do like Bucket. But is he, is he just a discount Chopper?
4: I felt yes. he was.
0: That, that's yeah, kind he, of a vibe just, I get. He was just another guy with an a, another one with an attitude, sort
2: of. Yeah, another yeah. cute droid from the Clone Wars or before with an attitude. Or he's yeah. even older, right? He's like 100 years old or something.
3: Yeah, that's that's what... Um, I, I was reading that at some point. That's what Jaeger uh, said about him when he bought him. He was 100 years old or something. So. Yeah,
0: Chopper's pretty old, too. It's true. Uh, Justice, you want to read that characteristics part?
4: Sure. R1J5 was an astromech with masculine programming manufactured by Industrial Automaton. He stood at 1.1 meters with no plating and a black sensor. Though noted for his peculiar personality, a consequence of the droid's outmodded and effective programming, R1J5 was a reliable mechanic and a loyal astromech to Jaeger. R1J5 communicated, like most astromechs, in binary.
0: Just... Uh, Dave, do you want to do the, the next paragraph? I have no idea where you
2: guys are. Down, just go uh, down
4: to characteristics.
2: It's like three quarters of the way down the page. Maybe oh, no, it okay.
4: Lot, yeah. Because of... then you have all yeah, words more. afterwards.
2: Oh, okay. Characteristics. Where did you just end off? Binary? The word binary? Yes. Yeah. Okay, give me one second. It's
4: like, an... <clears throat> like, oh, wait. Last word. Binary was the last word.
2: Nice. Edit edit all this out. Edit edit magic. All right. <laughs> R1 J5 disliked when people disrespected his name. He barked at Rivora for describing a starship she was mad at as a bucket and smacked Ziono in the face when he sarcastically stated "bucket fit R1 J5 perfectly." He was often unfriendly towards Ziono, never shying away from shoving past the spy, smacking him or cutting his paths. Ah off to beep at him. He was even delighted to awake Ziono with his built-in horn. <laughs> R1J5 did not hesitate to give chase to those who wronged him, chasing BB-8 around the garage on two occasions, when BB-8 slammed on his closet door, and when BB-8 stole his helmet. The, the Ziono commented R1J5 felt naked with them.
3: Yeah, that's, that's a typo, right?
2: I think... Um, uh, stole his helmet. The Ziono commented. Right, that it must be that Ziono commented.
0: Yes, that would make sense. I think. Uh, though R1J5 scuffled with BBA multiple times, he had a friendly relationship with CB23. On one occasion, CB23 handed r one R R1J5 a wrench while repairing the fireball following Cass's oh, mission to the Dassel system.
2: That was my favorite episode. When he handed him that wrench, that was the best. Oh, I, I,
3: I'm getting now into a side, side uh, article. Who was CV23?
2: I know,
0: right? Like, uh, Wikipedia. The uh, two P- also enjoyed each other's company while watching the Colossus traverse hyperspace. When cp 23 returned to the Colossus after suffering damage, R1J5 assisted to next in the first order shuttle and remained with
3: it. Okay, right. CV23 is a bb series astronaut droid. Got
0: it. That's all I need to know. Okay, I think they're stretching for, uh... Yeah, that's a purple version of BB. Yeah. Alright, I think, uh... I think that we've kind of said all that we need to know. He's a cool little droid, but not as cool as Chopper. Chopper's the best droid.
3: Yeah, I, I just... That is the bad thing about these droids and Star
0: Wars especially, is it kind
3: of comes down to, like, is it the sassy, angry one, or, like, the sweet,
2: shy one? What kind of droid is it? <laughs> Sometimes you get the prissy, a little too fussy butlery droid, but yeah, oh, there's yes, only yes. there's only you can only, there's only a couple.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the archetypes are, are uh, pretty strict, I suppose. Uh, speaking of droids, don't forget a uh, BD-1 in uh, Book of Boba Fett. Oh, that was that was the best. Oh yeah,
3: the BD series droid. Yeah, for me it was the RX series droids. Which one Zing- is that? That was the, the, the one that was dealing cards in the cantina. And also oh, the yeah, droid, from Star Tours. Yes, the droid that told him to put his weapons in the crate before the flight. Um, right, right. Star Tours is, is and always will be my favorite piece of Star Wars media. <laughs> seeing seeing more RX series droids uh, in, in canon makes my heart very,
2: very happy. Well, it's a good thing you live in Orlando. You can go visit them anytime. Oh, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, so that's enough about Bucket. Lovey Bucket. He's also a great crew carrier in uh, Resistance. All right. Next, uh, we'll finally talk about uh, LVO. Um, LVO. 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 Uh, the was the Las Vegas, Vegas Open. Open. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about. Um, let's talk about basically how it was. Uh, how you prepared, and what list you brought. Um, so yeah, let's talk about what list you brought and uh, how you are prepared to for your arrivals. Sure. Um,
3: the prep up to it was a lot of panicking about what list I was going to fly, uh, going through different options, deciding all of them were bad, um, and then defaulting to this list that I ended up bringing. Um, which, which is very I, good. It is an extremely good list it is not my own list it is um a list that is i, I think to me it is owned quote unquote um by a player uh, named chris Burnett. he is a uh, english player he's a very good player a very good uh, guy um there there's a uh, a resistance discord that i'm in a very small group of uh crazy individuals that try to figure out um how to, how to maximize the efficiency on a lot of these pilots. Um, and, and Chris kind of came up with this list with in, in, this, in uh, association with um, a Croatian player by the name of Matija Mandurov, uh, who won the Sith Taker Open uh, a couple weeks ago. Wow. Um, they, they, they were on this quest basically to find the ultimate jousting list in Resistance. Um, something that can have the most passive mods and just point at ships and delete them. Um, and that's what this list does very well. Um, for those of you uh, who are unfamiliar, the list is Commander Poe, with no upgrades except for the S foils, or jamming beam if you want to want to so choose. Commander um, Poe jam- is the newer Poe. He's the newer Poe. He's the cheaper yeah. one. He says okay. that after a friendly ship at range zero to two performs an action during their perform action step, um, you may spend two charges and they can perform an additional action, or additional white action, treating it as red. Um, so, in, a se- in essence, it makes everyone, uh, the traditional Poe, um, except once every other round instead of every round. Yeah, his point decrease was so huge. It changed everything. He used to be, I think, two points cheaper than Trigger Happy Flyboy, which meant he wasn't worth it. Now he is, I believe, six points cheaper? He's sitting at 55, uh, so only one point more than, say, Nine Nub or Elo Atzi. um, and I think that has been a huge That's change for him. Six points cheaper. Yep, that makes him that makes him a lot more viable than he was. And now he's he fits into a lot of roles as a pseudo coordinate, um, and he and he can still double mod himself if he needs to, which is how I usually treated him. Um, next up in the list we have uh, a um, we have Jessica Pava, and she is rocking M9 G8 the droid that you take a lock on a ship, and then you can force it to reroll one of its attack dice during during any attack roll. And what we do with that is we lock the next player in this list, who is Kazuda Ziono. Um, Jess gives the M9 lock to Kaz, who's the greatest pilot in the galaxy. Um, That way Kaz gets a passive mod for his offense. Um, He also has the R5 droid to repair the damage cards. Um, to make sure we keep him as, uh, uh, we keep them at that 3-3 stat line for as long as we can. Um, and then finally rounding out the list, we have a Red Squadron Expert. The only upgrade he has, uh, other than Jamming Beam and Foils, if you want them, uh, which you definitely want Foils, Jamming Beam's up to you, um, is R6-D8, which is one of the new Astromic droids from the, uh, Heralds of Hope pack, which I guess isn't so new anymore. It came out about a year and a half ago. Um, i still but don't have mine unwrapped game. oh yeah <laughs> still they, honestly i unwrapped it for the models uh um the models uh, more than anything because the i love the orange and green t70s um but the r6 uh, d8 droid gives you um when you attack you may reroll any number of attack dice um, uh what, let me see the exact wording on this before i speak out of turn Uh, While you perform an attack you may reroll a number of attack dice up to the number of friendly ships at range zero to three that have the defender in their bullseye arc. So it's basically a networked version of Predator. Um, If anyone in your list has a bullseye you're getting a reroll on that target. The idea behind the list is all four ships have double mods in that first engagement. They all take a focus. Um, Kaz gets his one reroll from M9 poke can take a lock with his second action. Jess Palva gets rerolls through the Power of Friendship. Um, <laughs> and then the Red Squad gets rerolls through that R-68 droid, um, and the goal
0: is to point at things and delete them. Um, the funny thing is that this isn't a droid that can use Jess' ability on.
3: No. Jess is reliant on her one native charge. Other than that, she's, uh, on her own, for the most part. Um, but honestly, that's all she needs most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, She's not usually the main target, especially with Poe. Even the discount Poe, people still see him, um, and they 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 definitely point their laser sights on. Oh, we have to get Poe off the board as quickly as we can. I yeah. uh, wouldn't. The
0: target as Wedge, but he's still a t- he's still uh, he still want to get rid of him. Absolutely,
3: <laughs> and sure. that's how you need to treat him in this list too. Is like he's not trigger happy, flyboy Poe, in that you're trying to arc dodge and do all these overdrive thruster maneuvers and kind of, you know, really dance around. He is a trade-up piece, same as Wedge. He is there to do more damage than he's worth. Um, and he's pretty good at that. At
0: I6 with double mods. so. I, I do love that list a lot. It's, it's For four ships that have rerolls on attack, you can't really get better than that. Very um, chunky. It, it's. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to put on the team.
3: It, it's worth flying. It's it's a very fun list. And again, shout outs to Chris Burnett and um, Matija Mandorov. Both of them. Uh, again, they they they've been kind of distilling this list into a uh, it's it's most pure and uh, cheapest, most efficient essence. <laughs> Um, although Matiza recently his his winning list at the set taker opened uh, substituted Kaz out uh, for a Y-wing a generic Y-wing with um, chaff missiles and an ion cannon turret which I'm probably going to need to try soon um, just because chaff missiles are, are very very powerful if
0: you can get them off um, I haven't had to deal with them yet but I'm scared um, <laughs> especially with my HMPs
3: hey HMPs can take them
0: yeah, but they definitely don't want to go through them. No. <laughs> um, but They don't really want to shoot them either. Because then they lose the locks that they've already taken. Somebody else. Four that points is Points for chaff
2: missiles. Those gotta go up.
0: Yeah.
3: they're double limited, but like... I mean... We, we were... I was spitballing with some friends the other night. The fact that Boba Fett can take chaff missiles has to be kind of scary. What
2: do they come Fett? with? Oh, uh, that's why um, I don't have one
3: the y-wing and the yeah. fo bomber pack
2: yeah didn't yeah. buy either of those uh, i wouldn't
3: buy the y-wing uh the fo bomber pack on the other hand is very very good
2: yeah they look like a lot of fun A bunch of guys there's a couple of guys that uh, play at the store where we are very fast hard to pin down with the uh the, the system yes. phase boost
3: the system phase boost four straight is extremely quick and it can kind of catch you by surprise Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just a tie bomber. How quickly can it be here? Oh, it's in my face. When did that happen?
0: <laughs> Catches you off guard. Oh yeah. So, um, getting prepared for the tournament, is there uh, anybody that you went up with, or that you had that you stayed at a hotel with, or were you just kind of?
3: Yeah. Um, I I hung out a lot with the Nickel City X Wing crew.
0: Nice. Um,
3: so Catherine and I ended up a room um, just to save some money. Uh, Catherine Nixera, for those of you who are unaware, she's yep, she's done my arch well. nemesis. <laughs> she's done fairly well on uh, some GSP events. Um, ended up three and two during her heat uh, with her Y-wing, uh, net Ion turret plus Sogo list. Um, so I, I, a little less than what she wanted, but still a pretty good result. Um, hung out with her and greg and then uh spent a lot of time with um nick sperry of the 312 squadron mm-hmm. um, also hung out with uh the draco squadron slash x-wing debrief guys quite a bit um
0: all good guys Maybe absolutely chatted with the debrief guys before
3: very um, uh very big guys too <laughs> Um, one of their players was i can't remember what the, his his nickname was uh, i think Bigfoot is what they called him a few times but he uh he, he i think must have been like 6 6 and uh all muscle that man was um i think he could probably take down quite a few uh, few people if he needed
0: to oh my goodness that's a uh, very good guy very good guy that's my height as well but not as oh, I am
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting at a, a lowly 5 8 so towered over
2: me here here five eight (laughs) we're more obviously the typical fat nerds uh, yes yes tall tall lanky Ewoks and muscle bound uh, Jawas
3: yeah unfortunately that describes me too well Uh, a short and a little pudgy
0: (laughs) body by beer it's a new COVID diet there you go Um, I was thinking that we could uh, kind of quickly chat on the, the top eight in the tournament here. or the top 16. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I told
3: you this over Discord too. I I kind of made it up. Pr- as players were getting knocked out of cut on Sunday, um, it was a very fun time kind of going to each of them and we all. We all ended up talking to each other and having a bit of a camaraderie of like watching the next uh, phase of games with each other. It was a very overall, and maybe we can talk about this later. But LVO was an extremely, extremely pleasant experience, and I am I'm hooked on uh, hooked on trying to
0: get back to another big event soon. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, Game Chamber hosting something big, and maybe uh, Greg was saying that he might pop up. That'd be awesome from uh, from Buffalo love to meet up with him. He's great to chat with. He's a, he's a great guy. Greg is
3: fantastic. Like I said, I hung out with him a lot. He helped me. Uh, the only time I sat down to gamble, he uh, kind of helped coach me through some blackjack. Um, and we ended up getting, I think we were both up by the end of it. I was up only about $60, but that's enough for me to be like, I'm out. I'm cashing out at $60. i am good with that.
1: Hey,
2: if it doesn't take your money, that's a win. That as... was my
3: thought. I'm like, I played for like an hour, hour and a half, and I made a little money, enough <laughs> oh, for shit. dinner. That's so awesome.
0: All that matters. <laughs> all right. uh, I posted a list, list Fortress site.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no. And I was thinking that we could, uh, I'll, I'll make an order for us to start from... You click or if you have it in the top 16 and scroll to the bottom of the top 16 we could have justice and Dave then Andrew then me
2: oh how did you tell me these are not ordered correctly
0: what they are uh, they should click be. on click on the cut yeah and then it should be ordered perfect.
4: so like uh, nah, fine art right right 16 yes yep. Okay, so right. and mens- cohort, I apologize if I mispronounce <laughs> that name I'm from New Orleans so we mispronounce everything um, <laughs> he was flying Harrison Dula in the B-Wing with fire control system jamming beam iron cannon stabilized s 4s Jake marksmanship and proton rockets Tenant Blount. Wow. Arvel with Intimidation and Predator. And then AP5 with K2SO and the Phantom title.
0: I
3: love wow, this waggy are...
0: zero-point Phantom title that does nothing. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely different. It's been a long time since I've seen AP5 and Blount. I haven't seen Blount but
2: since, Blount, or, I know.
0: since the, the last worlds.
2: Yeah,
4: 2019. <laughs>
3: The funny thing is that because this event uh, was what we what, what they're calling black box, to where it's only ships that have been released in a 2.0 black uh, packaging. Um, if you had cross factional ships like the Z95 or the Arc 170, they were legal for all factions yep. that could fly them. So that opened up some really interesting options for rebels, where you had it wasn't the usual hyperspace stuff of just. X wings and Y wings and A wings and etc. But it was also the Hawk and the Ark and the Z ninety
4: five. one um, of my friends they... who went was very angry that they changed to black box like with very little warnings.
3: They, they give us about a month, month and a half heads up. Um, yeah, which isn't the most for sure, but so I, I didn't.
4: We had like the Nola open here, and we mm-hmm. did. And my friend like took his list and practiced it. And then like, yeah. black box. like, well.
3: Yeah, I can imagine that being frustrating. I My original intention was to run a resistance bomber and some Y-wings. But I think I was probably saved from a middling performance by them telling me I couldn't do that.
4: <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's this is Rebel Salad. You have the alphabet. You have two A-wings. You have a B-wing. You have a Z. And then AP5 to help coordinate and with KT, K2SO pass that calc off at the beginning of systems too
0: yeah so you it's get very to coordinate list. and send up and that's good um, unfortunately I don't know how much longer uh, the intimidation in Arvo is going to last
4: probably not long considering you know they don't like intimidation or they're going to change Arville somehow
0: I think
3: the the running theory is that any uh, range zero abilities just get changed so that you can mod your shots at range zero.
4: Yeah, but Intimidation's not going to last um, long.
3: No, Intimidation's probably out, but we'll always have Extended, and it will always be legals in our hearts there.
4: <laughs> hey, if my Ensnare's going, let everything else go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Burn it all.
2: Burn it think, all out of the ground. Kind of the problem at the store where I play, though, is... Well, okay, there might be an extended, but if competitive play is all standard, that's all anybody's going to play in practice.
3: Yeah. Well, my thought is always if you can if you can have a list that works well and extended, that's also like legal for hyperspace or black box or standard or whatever they're going to call it now. I think that's a good list because extended will always have more problems to deal with than any kind of curated format. So if it, if it can hold up in extended, I think it can hold up in. Uh,
0: Standard play, so to speak. Mm. All right. Uh, next is you, Dave.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, is that Joshua Miles then? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's flying resistance uh, with Poe Dameron. Do you know which Poe that was? This is Trigger Happy Flyboy. Okay. Yeah. With marksmanship R4, overdrive thruster, and integrated S foils. Zori Bliss with R4, wartime loadout, proton torpedoes, and Ray with uh, the title Ray's Millennium Falcon. I don't, this I don't list... play this faction, but it, th- that sounds <laughs> tough. This list topped
3: um, topped Swiss on Friday because there oh, were yeah. two heats. It was the Friday heat and the sa- Saturday heat, and both went to cut on Sunday with a um, it was an X1 structure, so four and ones and better made it. Um, so I think it ended up being 27, 28 people in cut, so there was a few buys, um, but Joshua topped Friday's, uh, competition. Um, I, I managed to talk to him a little bit, uh, after we were both knocked out in this round of 16. Um, how he flew this list is he kept Zori and Ray on one side. Uh, Ray would take a focus to give Zori the focus action, Zori would move to clear her stress. Um, Because her ability is you spend the charge to to copy an action that someone takes at range 1. But it's a stressful action. Um, So she does a blue and clears the stress, then she takes a lock. Um, Meanwhile, Poe is on the opposite side. He's flanking. uh, So it really forces your opponent to decide, do I want to let... Do I want to go after Poe and let Zori and Ray punch me with uh, a Proton Torpedo? And a obviously very powerful Ray shot. Or do I uh, go after Zori and Rey and try to uh, take one down before they can hit me too hard, and let Poe come in on the side? Um, either way, it's not a uh, not a good uh, not a good look. I unfortunately. <laughs> so. Did Ray keep her arc out the front to use her ability, or did she go broadside most of the time? You know? I think he switched it. Uh, I didn't talk to him about that specifically, but from what I heard, he he was willing to switch it. Um, it always started front, but he definitely wasn't afraid to just go ahead and rotate that when need be. Does yeah, then you can just lock and use your force. Exactly. Yeah, if you just treat Ray as a blank ability, she's
0: still very good at 50, at 70 points with the title. Something like okay. that. She's crazy cheap. Yeah. Uh, very effective. And very lean. It's very effective. Because you're like, cool, I took down Ray. Oh, I'm not getting 100 points? Crap. Um, yeah, it's still, it's still a lot of work to take her down, especially with her ability. Alright, um... Me next? Uh, yes.
3: Next we've got Dengar Auto Blaster, or Dengar Pilot, excuse me, and the, um, and the, uh, uh Jump Master with Auto Blasters, Greedo Gunner, Overtuned Modulators, Punishing 1, and R5P8. Uh, joining him is Fen Rao with Fearless and Old Terok with Fearless. This sounds fun. Classic.
1: High
0: initiative, high Classic. offense. <laughs> very, very effective. You could, have, you could have Boba, or you could have Dangar and Old <laughs> Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, that seems really good. I mean... You're not going for like the crazy pro turn to be on Gunner, but you're right. you still got your three dice gun at the front and R5 p eight is probably my favorite spectrum. Yeah,
2: that's fun.
4: <clears throat> Did he ever but I just... use overtune modulators?
3: That's a great question. I, I would ass- I, I would guess so. Um
0: although we I couldn't dis- tell you. <laughs> we had a discussion about this card. And I thought it was great until I read it probably. I think it's pretty reasonable for what it does. Um, I didn't realize that the effect lasted the entire rest of the game after you use
1: it.
3: Yeah, it, it's kind of a punishing effect, but when, if you really chalk down on like, look at how many times you keep a focus by the, um, you keep a focus after everyone shot and you've been shot at, it's pretty low of a chance. Uh, so overturned isn't terrible. Um,
4: well, but it's on, it's on Dengar, and you don't want to shoot Dengar all the time. And that's... Yeah.
0: Ooh. I'm just wondering, I mean, for the same points, Contraband, Cybernetics, you get your action anyway, and yeah. then you're not uh, punished for the rest of the game. Yeah, I think Overturned is more... Overturned, excuse me, is more of a
3: uh, anti-swarm mechanic in this case. Of Like, if you've got a lot of shots coming in, you just want to make sure you have all those calculates for defense. Um...
0: Yeah, just minor, take, take my original idea for it is, instead of Han Gunner, it's a good way to fuel a Proton torpedo. Yes, absolutely. So you can lock and then take your calps. it's just, yeah, it punishes the rest of you. Yeah. Unless you've got Cutthroat on there. Mm-hmm. Cutthroat yep. right back.
3: But you could pretty quickly rework this into like a Protort Bengar, and probably still keep Fen and Old T. You may have to drop Fearless.
4: I would think just drop fearless on like OT and put cutthroat on Dengar, and it's a lot yeah. better. I think. Mm-hmm. Like I, he did great. So just.
3: That is the funny thing when you start critiquing someone's list. Yeah. Oh yeah, they made top sixteen out of one hundred and sixty. Maybe I'm not sure what I'm talking. about. Well, no, I'm
4: not. <laughs> I do that.
3: I do that all the time.
4: Just I'm not trying to say Off... you are. Excuse me. Oh, just throwing cutthroat on there would make overtune a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I look at that card and I'm like, but, I don't I yeah. don't not, I do not like it.
0: It's got a severe downside. Um so when you look at it, is Dengar really your biggest target?
4: But that's the thing. Yeah don't shoot Dengar. If he has a and now yeah. he's gonna have to do the I can only turn oh, left, and if he blue if yeah. he
0: has his strains, then you're tempted to shoot him and then he gets his bonus shot. Just so that might be the idea.
4: True, but yeah, yeah maybe it's bait. Yeah. I can only turn one Wade blue to clear this train. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but two Fang Fighters out there can do whatever they want.
4: But then two Fang Fighters also can die just like blinking at them.
2: Oh, oh yeah, fight, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I definitely know that.
4: Press and Frazier's paste on Edge,
0: For sure. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. Uh, next in the top 16, we got some Scrub. Some Scrub. Uh, me and Andrew uh, Lippens—we've been all over your spot already. I'm not sure what else we can say about it
4: props. Props using very, a, uh, oh, solid. Props using the uh, fireball thing.
3: <laughs> See, that's the funny thing—he's not a fireball; he's a discount T7. True.
4: I just—I have he's never a used a with more steps <laughs> until I ran an Aces High tournament like a few weeks yes. ago, and I was like, "I'm running it out pick last," and they gave me the fireball. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Never flew this ship." And then it's like, okay. I like this ship. It's
3: honestly it's honestly one of my like it's one of my favorite ships in the game. I think Kaz might be my favorite pilot in the game. Is Kaz um, the one
4: where you have the damage cards? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so, the
3: conditional ability to give you a 3 3 stat line.
4: That um, that's the that's the ship I got to use. That pilot. Yes. In Ace is high. It's like Yes. Yeah, this it's is perfect. This is pretty hey, good with Ace is high.
3: His subtitle is Greatest Pilot in the Galaxy, and it's not wrong. It's (laughs) printed on the card. It must be true. Um, So I I love Kaz. I I love the list that makes him work. Um, I've been flying, like, three T-70s and Kaz in some form for a long time, so this list being a variation on that just made me kind of happy inside. Um, But yeah, I I will say there was one game where I I stopped treating Kaz like a T-75, and I turned him into, like, I said, no, he's just going to slam and try to block these A-wings. I was facing um, uh, four RZ2s. Uh, It was uh, three I-5s, Tally, ZZ, and Sefton, and then Merrill. And they all had optics and prockets and all this other fun stuff. Um, And that's when I'm like, Kaz becomes a blocker. He's going to slam and get in front of these A-wings so they can't procket me. Um, And that was a very close game, but I ended up winning. But, so... Yeah.
0: yeah, the Shout Montano out special. <laughs> Shoutouts to Kaz for being awesome. Yeah, congratulations for getting so high in a, such a big <laughs> tournament, especially for being back to uh, thank you. Back to, I, the t- back to the real table is quite special.
3: The run, the run felt great. the The moment where I clinched cut because um, I, I went three out, I lost my fourth one versus some Imperial aces. Uh, that player, we're going to see is list pretty soon. Um and and then uh so my last one I'm three and one I have to get in it's versus Django, Grievous, and Sunfock. Um and there's a point where my, my opponent made a mistake with Grievous. He was trying to get this cheeky flank and I realized that if I just turned on Grievous right now, I can kill him for free because I can't get punished for this. And the minute that happened, I'm like, I'm gonna make cut. Um and I and I, I still like I'm like, just talking about this again is getting me just kind of excited and like the goosebumps because that was such a great feeling to be like, oh, I'm not just good, like, I'm not just okay at this game or I'm not just like, you know, I, I haven't just played a lot and I'm good at weird, janky Java formats and stuff. I can actually play this game. Um, and, and that felt very satisfying after uh, after so long of, I, I feel like I've been a, media, a mediocre player for a long time. That, is, that was a very
4: that's definitely a great feeling
3: that breakthrough moment was just it, it, euphoric really and then i was uh i was on cloud nine um until saturday night when i learned that my round one opponent in cut was going to be another jawa member um <laughs> and that felt bad and it was a list that was pre- that counted mine hard uh and i'm like it, it just it felt it was a bad time for both of us because it, it a uh, uh, very classic Civil War moment, but we uh, we had a good hug it out session afterwards. That's good. Oh,
4: yeah. When you go into those big things and like mm-hmm. actually make something, it's like, oh, I'm not. Yes. Like big fish, little pond, and it's like, oh no, I'm actually. No. Yeah, I, I can. Cannot...
3: I know what I'm doing. Surprisingly.
4: <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Did you do worlds ever?
3: I have never done Worlds, and uh, I, the next one, if they do a last chance qualifier, I'm, I'm probably going to try to
4: make it. I might go, um, but yeah, when I did that, and day one, I lost, so I lost two in a row, and then I mm-hmm. battled it out to, like, the last round of that first day, and I had to win, mm-hmm. I went against, like, Ben Lee, who was this, I didn't know oh, at the time, yes. but it's like, he's, you know, European champion, I'm like, oh. Yes,
3: yes, he's very good. <laughs>
4: And I won. And it's like, oh, you made day two, then. I'm like, oh, ah, yes. And then I lost. That feeling,
3: we. Would... Yeah, it's all right. I lost second round here, so I know that feeling. But still, that just that moment of making it, and you—that breakthrough moment—is yeah, just it's so euphoric. Really, is the only way I've got to describe it.
4: But then my whole local group yeah. is like, you have to put an asterisk because you use Nantex. <laughs>
0: Oh, so yeah, me. yeah, I love that feeling. I don't know what it feels like, but I love that you beat me oh.
4: with your HMPs that time online, Luke.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I, I got um. So you've gone far in some BSP events, haven't you? Uh, I got top sixteen in um. What was it? It was the uh, Bestman, the Australian event. Yeah, that's
3: not a. It's nothing to sneeze at. There, top sixteen out of probably what one hundred and fifty some odd.
0: Yeah, the HMPs did all the work, though. <laughs> oh, sure.
3: <laughs> That's what I say about this list, too. I just say I just point and shoot at things. That's all I have to do. It's not. I don't know why it's so hard for people.
0: It's, uh... I'm not trying to discredit the list or anything. But, yeah, it's been, uh... I am trying to branch off and see if I'm good with other stuff. Because I don't want to feel like I'm a one-trick pony or. Um... But yeah, I had a good run. I got the top 32 in Kyper with it. Then I got top 16 with that. And then I went 4-2 and at Alderaan. Uh, didn't make the next, second day, but that's
3: okay. Wow. Uh, a 4-2 in Alderaan is still better than I did in Alderaan. <laughs> what did you end up running there? Uh, I ran um, uh, Commander Poe, uh, Kaz and Han Solo with uh, some coordinate shenanigans with 3PO. Um, okay. And not, think... to re, not to relitigate anything. It was a fun day, but I, I ended up... I was sitting at 2-2, two and two, and then my score had gotten entered incorrectly for one of the rounds, and then um, my opponent, uh, I will be gracious and say, forgot that he, he lost that game and didn't win. Um, so they couldn't reverse it. Um, so I just bowed oh. out because I was listed like one and three, and I'm like, I'm not playing anymore. Uh, was that's too a, bad. It was, yeah, it was unfortunate, but it was still Better some fun moments that day. And then this, this kind of has eclipsed that in terms of that disappointment does not uh,
0: does not bother me as much anymore. <laughs> I will try and make you proud, Andrew. I'm gonna try and run something resistance and do both well it. But I think that your list actually inspired me to. Uh, something similar to that anyway to do the C3PO on Han try that out
3: the the C3PO on Han is is surprisingly effective Um, because then you also have the Ray Gunner for attack as well Ray Gunner Ray Gunner plus uh, calculate on a a turret roll is like 2.8 expected hits no it's a little lower it's like 2.5 but it's still extremely high Mm -hmm. of like Han can just delete things while also coordinating at I6 um, it, it's it's very powerful. I just don't know what I don't know how to build it, and that's the problem. I keep going
0: to, and I'm like, I don't know where to take. it. we can we can chat on that later because I have <laughs> a, a build that I'm looking at. No, the no, trick no. is not to start Han on the other side of the board and get him killed. No, 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 um, Which I did in one of my <laughs> games. I did so, that.
3: I did that in my first two games uh, that Alderaan. I, too. I I don't want to give up
0: the idea of coordinating Han.
3: Anyway, there's, there's a um, um, there's a St. Louis player, um, he, uh, name is Mark Myers. Um, if you ever want Han resistance Han tips, talk to him. He uh, he he has some very very good thoughts on how to set him up and like where to place him so that you can still take advantage of his ability, but also not get him killed immediately.
0: So um, it's not just a blank ability
3: Yeah, it, it's he's got some cool uh, he's got some cool thoughts and like. He's played Han a
0: lot, so... Uh, okay. we'll move on to the next uh, list here, but yeah, I was trying to run Han, Po, and Lulu. I think that's a better build than Han, Po, has. Um The Han, Po, Lulu build, I think, is
3: where to go with it. It's just the exact upgrades I'm not sold on yet.
0: We'll talk about that more later. Um, maybe uh, we'll DM or something. Uh, anyway, uh, next we got Josh Bartlett. um, He ran two Jedi Knights with calibrated laser targeting. Don't see that very much anymore. Usually it's the 7B that's kind of taking over. But that's nice to see. We got Oddball. That uh, looks like in the Y-wing with Tiran Belly Run, Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Torpedoes R4, and synchronized console. And we got uh, Anakin Skywalker with Malice Predator and synchronized console. This seems to be like the new build for the Ada is that, uh, the, well, wait, no, Malice, that's different. I was thinking Shattering Shot.
3: No, Mal- what is Malice, what Malice do? Malice is you spend a force to change a hit or an eyeball to a crit result on attack. Um, it basically turns you into fifth brother, and then If you deal a crit, uh, like a face-up damage, then you get two force back, I think? No, it's if you deal a specific crit. It's gotta be like a pilot crit.
2: It's, uh, while you perform an attack, you may spend one force to change one focus or hit result to a crit result. If you do, after you perform that attack, if the defender was dealt one or more face-up pilot or crew damage cards, recover two force. Wow, that's a lot.
3: Yeah, it's, it's really just the extra crit mod, more than the, uh, Recover the Force ability. Um, but it's it's very good as, I mean, look at 5th Brother, Gunner, he's, uh, quite good.
0: Now imagine if they were still allowed to have auto blasters.
3: Yeah, the, the Malice auto, and the, the, the Republic droid that lets you change hits to crits, um, R7, whatever, mm-hmm. that build with auto blasters, um, was actual, actually toxic of just like, here's three damage you can't avoid. Also, you can't hit me because I'm an Ada. And I'm an I6. So, uh, I guess sucks to be you.
0: (laughs) So, glad to see them lose that cannon
1: slot.
0: Yeah, and let's talk about uh, the Elephant in the Room, Sirifon Belly Run. I'm pretty sure that's there just to fill it up to 200. (laughs) But, uh... the funny
3: thing is that ability has like that card has become so much better with the new obstacle rules because uh, LVL was using new obstacles yep. so you couldn't shoot on any obstacle a debris cloud or rock and you were taking you know double damage from rocks possibly and the, the whole ion from clouds and all that stuff so T- TFB kind of became a lot a lot more useful well, um, all of a sudden
4: one thing um, I ran into it at the you know, no open. I was just flying Nantex on the Friday free play because that's all I had brought organizing. And someone's like moved over and it's like I have to your fun belly run. And I'm like, oh well, yeah. Now I regret putting you there. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's um. Tiefling belly. I don't know run. if it if it's any better now because now rocks do guaranteed damage, and it can only work on asteroids.
3: I don't think it is on the asteroids. I think it's all obstacles, isn't it?
4: No, No, I think... Let's see. You can perform special attacks even while range zero of asteroids.
3: Of asteroids? Oh, that's... No, never mind. I thought it was any obstacle. While you defend if you are range zero of an
4: obstacle, attack dice cannot
1: be re-rolled.
3: Yeah, that's the other one, but... If it was any obstacle that has a much better use and new, uh... and new, um... New
0: obstacle rules, but if it's only asteroids, that's a really weird really weird Yeah. Chance, Unfortunately FFG didn't know that AMG was gonna buff the hell out of obstacles. So I
3: wonder <laughs> if I, I really do wonder if that gets errated to be all obstacles.
0: But probably not, because why would we help y wings? Can we a landing struts and grappling stress to all obstacles? How do you sit on the gas cloud? How do you not be able to shoot on a gas cloud? Uh, The
3: the gas is in your system, so you can't shoot it. Ah. (laughs) See? See?
0: (laughs) Why can't you shoot on a debris cloud?
3: The debris is in your system, but you can't see. (laughs) Oh my god.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, we got the two Jedi Knights there with Calibre laser targeting. Looks like a solid list to be hard to take down, but um, we'll move on to a good friend of ours. We got a pulse, and take it away, Justice.
4: Okay, so we have DGS-286, the HMP, with Thread Tracers, Kraken, and of course, Repulsor Lift Stabilizers. And then simply we have seven Separatist drones with crackles Good old Vulture Swarm.
0: We got the classic Kraken. Um, and, no you know, instead like you have an
4: HMP DGS.
0: You can steal Takalates from his friends. Yeah, seems, seems good. And you gotta, uh, He's got the Thread Tracers instead of the curb droids um so they're all attacking one thing at it once
1: yeah. uh,
0: it's just harder to get those locks out for the HMP during engagement.
4: you keep that but calculate I, I, and with cracking on them and then you take that uh, lock that turn
0: yeah uh I, yeah I, I'd assume that three of the droids would or him and two droids would uh keep it calculate yeah. and then you'd have three locks out. And then you would still have the threat tracers if you want. But I mean, why wouldn't you throw, uh, fire the threat tracers when you got seven other ships that are firing on somebody? But yeah, this is a separatist drone as well, so every ship in this list is I 3,
4: which is uh, very good. Yeah. An I 3 swarm is pretty good.
3: Yeah, There's I think of this new meta I3 is is the new I1, so to speak. Of anything lower than I3, I think you're very, very much in danger of being initiative killed. Um, a lot of factions have access to that I3 now, in, in numbers. So that that, that can be a, um, I think that like I said, that might be the new uh, initiative to beat, so to speak.
0: Uh, very looks like very solid. Obviously, he did very well with it. So uh, it's nice to see uh, DGS two eighty six, who was uh, also in your Jawa ball list. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of
3: him. I think so too. He's he's a fun pilot. Like, I, I need to remember his ability better. Of like, oh yeah, start of engagement phase. I need to decide this. Not you know. Not when I'm
0: shooting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is it engagement phase?
0: Or is it when he engages?
3: Uh, that's a great question. You would know better than I would. I'm pretty sure it's when he engages.
0: Before you engage. Be- oh, actually, yep. yeah, it is before you engage. Huh?
3: Yeah, so See, you don't, don't need to don't remember. You
0: just need to, you just need to remember when you attack, that's all.
3: Yeah, when, I'll get it right by the end of the uh, Jawa event, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> oh, but anyways... Uh, next, uh, Dave or
1: William? Uh, and
2: David? Sounds good. Another separatist. Uh, yeah, General Grievous with composure, impervium plating, and soulless one. Zam Wessel composure. Count Dooku and thermal detonators, and then DBS 404 with advanced proton torpedoes, the Dark One probe droid, and landing struts. Uh, refresh my memory DBS 404 is a he is a hyena bomber a hyena bomber okie dokie best one uh, well I know Zam and Grievous very well those are tough and obviously this, this person go, finished super high so uh,
0: this goes to show like with a fire sprite just a force crew and a bomb that's all you need You don't need any more toys. The thing that I think that is
3: so infuriating about the Fire Spray for so many players is that you can build it like this, where you have a force crew and a bomb, or you can decide to build it at 117 points, like um, one of these other lists will come up on soon. Um, And either way, it's viable, and uh, it's both viable and also very good.
0: It's just a, a chassis that can do it that can fill a lot of holes. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I was um I, in the jank tank I ended up getting pretty much General Grievous Django and uh random bombs drum.
4: Again, potion
0: Yeah. I, I'm thinking that how much is impact?
4: It's name is very expensive. Um, composure is on Grievous is interesting.
3: I get it on the fire spray, where that medium base boost may not fit. You go for it, you miss, you take focus.
1: Yeah,
3: on Grievous, that is strange. I, I guess if you just play really aggressive, um. And I do want to point out, especially here, Will McDavid. He he runs. Uh, he ran all those renegade events. Yes. Um, if you played online. Oh yeah. He's he's an excellent player. Um, so I'm just kind of surprised to see composure on a player that, cause, you know, usually it's if you're um, composure is always considered like a training wheels card, so to speak.
4: Like, but again,
3: you get the boost.
4: Like you said, it's on the fire spray. Yes. Right. On. Grievous.
3: Yeah. Let's...
2: Well, it's Where only a it point. Just gotta get to 200.
3: That is a thing, too. Yeah, maybe that was just to fill the 200.
4: That's one point. That's what I wanted to check. Because I'm like. Yeah. Treacherous? It's two, but yeah, one point. Composure is great on it then. Um... After failing action, you have no green tokens. So yeah, barrel roll, you fail, you get that focus token boost, and Grievous wants to be, and you know, that's not a bad trade-off, because with Grievous you want to arc dodge and get behind, but you're an I-4, right? So like, you take yeah. a boost, don't succeed, you get a focus, yeah, you're not in your ideal spot, but if they shoot at you, like if they manage to get you in the arc, you get the soulless right. one rerolls. Just right, you're not,
3: completely, you're not completely out to pasture in that if that happens.
4: Right, and it's better than... Uh, I love the Bulbasaur, or whatever, the <laughs> Balbalab. Yes. The Bulbasaur. Love the ship. The blues are infuriating. Yes. Like, when you boost and take that focus, and it's like, now I'm stressed, and I have to do a two-bank.
0: Yeah, two-bank or a straight or something. Uh, separatist is missing that one card that can help uh,
1: make the difference
4: easier. So no, I, I like it. I li- hey, General Grievous and Zam and DBS 404, those are great ships. So, <laughs> I'm interested to see what 404 happens uh, with the range zero thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a I'm great really question. i that gets a change at all. Um, I'm looking least forward to is if there are like major events. Um, I just wish that they would keep the rule like every all the cards the same, but just have like a basic thing in the rules saying anything that can attack at range zero isn't affected.
4: Okay, so this is coming from a Marvel Crisis Protocol player as well. Uh, AMG did a whole like errata on some of their earlier cards. They love just saying, yeah, just print them out print out these erotic cards and
1: use them yeah print them out the
3: uh, hell yeah for mcp but yeah they're, they're cool with print and play options of like you can print it at home they're going to create they're going to create a, a pack with the new the new rules in it or the new the new cards excuse me the erotic cards. yeah they're creating a pack where you can buy it but like if you showed up to an event
0: with your printed version of the new stat sheet you'd be fine yeah oh i see it's- does that yeah. mean I can print out copies of independent calculations and I don't need eight copies? <laughs> that,
4: that's always up to oh. the up
3: It is also important to note that the official solution to the Whisper issue, the ARC issue, was also a print-and-play solution. So, Which,
4: they did not understand that.
3: You know, <laughs> it's it's a hard issue. It is. Someone, just, someone dropped the ball on that one. But... The, uh, yeah, the way LVO uh, wrote it, yeah. if I was TOing Event, I would wrote it the same way LVO did, which is like, just bring a base that is the same initiative, and that doesn't have the same name of a pilot in your list, and just use that base. Yeah. That, that's just how, yeah, it's um, just way easier that way.
4: But no, uh, they are very, AMG is very, like, printed, play. Like, all the all the errata on the MCP stuff is like, just printed it out, it's fine.
2: I don't know if you can just do that for this, like, because I because I keep thinking about if so, if a new player walks into the store and buys that core set tomorrow, just
4: same throw
0: thing. out all those rules, right?
2: Like
4: same thing with MCP what? though.
0: Did the new core set have rules in it?
2: So, so there is no no if, the two core set. It has rules, but they're all going to be a, wrong.
4: It's, it's quick play My, more. It's not like the full of, like. You my one counter to, anyway. to this...
3: My one counter to that argument is that you have to go online to find the points anyways, until list build. So at some point, I don't think it's... I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to believe that even a novice player will search online for the rules and the, uh, the points. Mm-hmm. And then they can find the new updated
0: FAQs. And yeah, even if and it's, data. like, a yeah. casual board game, I always look up a YouTube video on how to play
2: it.
4: And, um, Marvel Crisis all those also. All those
2: YouTube videos are out of date.
4: So, yeah. MCP I guess. comes with a quick play rulebook, but then you have to go online to get the actual rulebook for it. You have to go anyway on X-Wing to see, like, Tractor Token. What does it do? They don't tell you in the... Quick play rules.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's tough. At least like extended is still affected a lot, but standard a lot more so. Um anyway, that was uh Willie McDavid. He's uh he's also an event runner.
4: Great guy.
0: had to uh, chat it with him a bunch. Uh, next, uh, Andrew, you want to take on uh, the end of the top 16 here?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, last but not least, we've got Alex Farley uh, running Koshka Frost with triple zero, uh, seismic charges, rigged cargo chute, hull upgrade, marauder, and BT1. Um, and Following that, we've got Boba Fett with Lone Wolf Seismic Charges Hull Upgrade, Delayed Fuses, and the Slave 1 title. I'm assuming this is the uh, Movement Change Slave 1 and not the Crit sis Slave 1.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't make
3: sense. I'll, I'll bet you're right on that. <laughs> Hard to tell because there's no difference in name, which is very frustrating. Anyway, <laughs> just just call it Django Slave 1, please. Um, just Just add one word. Um, seems like a good list. Double fire spray always strong. Toshka oh, yeah. uh, Frost is a good pilot, and all those stress shenanigans with triple zero cargo shoot and BT one can uh, be uh,
0: punishing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, so double fire sprays. This was has been a classic for this is. What I, when I first noticed Tim Rabe in uh, Germany, he brought this to the UK system open uh, and dominated just Boba Koshka, but of course Boba was able to take Maul through back then. Um, and yeah, it's, it's very good. And I, I ran it in one of the earlier Space Champs. I didn't do very well with it, but it was a uh, double fire sprays, can't go wrong with it. No, super strong especially uh, And Koshka's like a baby Boba like She gets her little You're stressed, I get a reroll Obviously not as crazy as Boba But she's still very good The, the Ray Cargo Shoot Triple Zero Was one of my favorite combinations To put on uh, Fire Spray Especially Koshka uh, Next we got um, Matt Carey The Midwest Scrub himself
3: I had Good dinner guy. with Matt Carey on Saturday night and talked to him extensively on Sunday. And I must say, um, he is every bit as fantastic in person as he is on blog. Um, huge shout outs to Matt Carey for being
0: a super intelligent and great guy to talk to about X-wing. It seems like a genuine gentleman. Um, uh, yeah, he's running Rebels Force List. Yeah, three Force Carriers. We got Luke Skywalker with Iron Torpedoes. And the S-Foils, we got Kanan Jarrus in the Ghost. That's I was going right. to You heard it. Uh, you heard it here, for folks. It's Canon in the Ghost. With Magma, That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Ion Cannon Turret, Magma Euro and Hall Upgrade. And then we got Ahsoka Tano with Iron Missiles, because why wouldn't you throw a three-dice missile in there?
2: Oh, you got to get 200. On a
0: Force Carrying. evening. Yeah, you got three uh, hard-to-kill ships with uh, heavily modded attack dice, good luck, Um, and that's why he's in the top eight. Uh, That is a list I did not want to see across the table. Ahsoka's hard to take down, Luke takes a bit to deal with, like who do you focus on first? Kane is going to take a while to shoot through. You got to just kind and of don't split. forget, Kane can debuff your shots too.
2: Yeah, that's a they good. Finally, ability. get a good shot on one of them. He's got a huge arc in that big, large base, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're splitting damage every one of your rounds, I'm sure. And then you got to just hope that you have a ship left to do
3: the The list that beat his um, ended up being the winner. Uh, it was Isofae Daniel Lim's list, and it was a close, close game. Watching that one, like at the end, it was it just came down to some some unfortunate crits from some buzz droids on Kanan, like a, a loose stabilizer and a weapons failure at very bad times, um, and he just couldn't get arcs. Unfortunately, but it was it was a tight game and. Uh, yeah, really impressive and scary lists. <laughs> yeah, buzz drawers on a ghost, you don't want to see that. No, there's no <laughs> there's no shaking those unless you can get them to a point where like they they can't fit in the front and then you can just take one in the back and, and go.
0: <laughs> Alright. Um, next in the top eight we got Andrew Sherrill. Um, I believe I passed that correctly. You wanna take that, uh Justice?
4: Sure. I mean, who can't love Double Decimator, Captain Oykin, Intimidation, Seventh Sister, Novus Technician, Proton Bombs, Hull Upgrade, Dauntless, and Rear Admiral new Ruthless Moth Gerard, Novus Technician, Darth Vader, Proton Bombs, Hull Upgrade. This looks like a 1.0 classic.
0: I'll let you guys talk about this, because I know little to nothing about Empire.
3: Oiken I think 1.0 is...
0: Classic, that
3: definitely sums it up in terms of here's all these upgrades and combos, and good luck.
4: Yeah, so we have orkin with rhyming speed, Dauntless, like, if you bump, you can take an action anyway, uh, Intimidation, Seventh Sister, which is a great underused crew, um, case you're not sure what that does. Seventh Sister says, if an enemy ship at range 0-1 to would gain a Stress Token, you may spend one force to have it gain one Jam or Tractor Token instead. Nova's Technician, which is, you know, two points. At the end of the round, you may roll one Attack Die to repair one face-up damage card, then roll a If then, on a hit result, expose one damage card. It's a nice, like... I'm a Decimator and I have this Aggravating Crit. Let's try to repair it with Novus. I mean, you're rolling zero dice anyway, ever, for defense, so... Um... Proton Bombs... Kind of pairs nicely with Novus Technician if you're just, like... Constantly bumping them. Just drop a Proton Bomb behind you as well. Then Shiranu with uh, Ruthless. <laughs> Just take have you can take that damage. Uh, Gerard. Spend two, and then each friendly ship can perform a red boost action. Nice yeah, to get around.
3: Man. Some boosting decimators here.
4: Uh Nova Second Mission yeah. there, Darth Vader. And Proton Bomb Solve its A fat, beefy, I'm gonna punch you in the face list.
0: Yeah, I- I'm wondering if this list wants to see a droid swarm. Because Normally, you'd say no, but I'd say with Captain Oiken able to get in their face, intimidation, real sure, I mean, you're not getting multiple attacks off a turn. That could really mess up a swarm.
4: Oh, this, I mean, this list wants to just ram straight into someone and shoot them a lot.
0: Yeah.
3: The, the yeah, list like... that it lost to um, was Jesse Van Wick's list, which we'll talk about soon, but the Imperial Aces. So that's probably the least, the thing
0: you want to see the least with this is something that can just arc dodge you and... yeah. Avoid your ramming speed. You're only getting two shots a turn. You want to make them hit something.
4: Having yeah, dauntless absolutely. on orkin makes sense since you want to bump. Like, but if you're flying us like against aces, you want dauntless on sure. So, no, like this list wants to see a, an opposing list with beef or swarm. It does not want to see aces.
0: Yeah, I it think is. it's a fan favorite. People would have loved to see this on the timetable, table. I think it, it's I think
4: yeah, it, it's one. It makes a lot of people added. happy. All it's missing is uh, what's her face? Um, insane. The uh, if you have a damage card, you can take a calculator at yep. one Yeah, yeah, yep. that's all it's missing. this awful,
3: awful, awful, awful. <laughs>
4: That plus push the limit was...
3: Yep. Here's you want 17 tokens at once? Here you
4: go. I had a friend when I was first learning the game. He pulled that BS maneuver where he flew over a rock with his decimator. I'm like, oh! And then he's like, okay, so I have a damage card. So I take an evade token. And then I'm going to push the limit off of that to boost with my engine upgrade decimator. It's like, oh, yeah, okay.
0: Oh god. Engine 1.0 engine upgrade. Let's not talk about this.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that. Ah.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, double decimators. Nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, moving on. We got some first order shenanigans. Uh, Dave, you want to take over for this? One? Sure can.
2: Uh. <clears throat> sorry there i have to cough uh is this S- S- so jean or scion how, do you, it's pronounced sean believe it or not oh
3: okay my apologies it's pronounced sean. Sean. he is the person who knocked me out of cut on gsp <laughs>
2: oh, oh okay on stream uh,
3: uh and and then proceeded to buy a um, a commission ship for me uh for painting <laughs> um, well he so. sounds
2: like a really good guy then
3: he was. I, I talked to him quite extensively uh, after he got knocked out, and um, I, I, I uh, like him a lot. Very good guy.
2: Well, Sean flew first order. He had Commander Malarus with proud tradition, uh, a Sinar Jamus engineer, and four Epsilon Squadron cadets. Pretty simple list, but uh, is this the only first? Is this the first first order that we've come across?
3: Wow, it is. Holy smokes. Yep, only first order in top 16. Uh, He took it to top 8. He flew it very well. Uh, He also, if you watch our game that was on GSP and probably on YouTube soon, Um, he rolled very well on defense to my chagrin. Um, Except one roll he didn't, which was very amusing. Um, (laughs) But it was a uh, Poe rolled four attack dice and got uh, four blanks and has no no. heroic. Uh, he had one reroll thanks to Jess locking him with M9. He re-rolls a blank into a hit. Um, I need Sean to blank out on defense to kill the SJE, and he does. Um, so it was very funny. Seven dice were rolled and only one paint among them. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> very funny sequence of events. He still ended up winning. And like I said, a very uh, good player. Um, the Mauder's Swarm is just... its It's always good. I mean... Just that kind of consistent offense will never be bad.
0: Yeah, you can't. Um, can go wrong with that. Uh, I have my own personal beef against Maleris. Kick me out of Kyber. <laughs> I just I had all five of my HMPs lined up on an Epsilon Squadron cadet that was on an obstacle with no tokens, and I didn't do any damage. Oh, it's awful. It. I, I feel your pain, Lou. I, it I, just natty evades <laughs> every, every attack. I, like, I only that. have two attack dice here. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I played that
3: game over in my head
0: quite a few times of like,
3: man, I should have done X, I should have done Y. And, and even when I had a bit of a, I think, a bit of a leg up, Malrus just uh, decided to say, I can roll two evades every time and not worry about it. Um, and he's oh, yeah, it was just, Malrus doing Malrus things and a uh, very good list and again it's just efficient it's efficient and when those when those three agility ships are rolling hot you're kind of like
0: well i can't really touch them yeah especially when it's just a 25 point ship and it makes you feel bad
3: <laughs> well they're at least uh, 26 points
0: now they went up by a point so you can't run eight oh, anymore
3: yeah i didn't know that yeah so you can't you can no wrong you can no longer run
0: the focho list which is uh a good thing if you ask me <laughs> I mean they're still a good value they're still cheaper than a tie fighter with a shield upgrade oh, yeah yeah still, they still mean, have the lock actions.
3: So. they're four points more than a tie fighter or an Academy pilot and they've got a better dial a better stat line and a better action bar so you can't really argue with any of those things so they're still good just no longer um, you can't run eight anymore which is a
0: very small victory for uh, me <laughs> at least. Uh, we're getting to the end of the top eight here. Andrew, you want to take over Ryan Lindemann's list? Um, this is probably my second favorite list in the tournament. Sure. Maybe third. This is a fun list to look at. And he had, uh, I think
3: he had some springy ships too, so they had a little bit of wobble going on. Yeah, triggering a lot of people in the chat. Yeah, of course. We have big old Bosk in the YV666 with marksmanship, jamming beam, Greedo, dead man switch, and the Hound's Tooth title. We've got Teltraburo with cutthroat, jamming beam, contraband cybernetics, pull upgrade, punishing one, and R5 team kill, as it is. Um, Fen Rao with predator, huh. and then the Nosh the Pup with dead man's switch. Um, kind of surprised you couldn't find one point for Fearless. But Predator's still good.
0: Oh yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, our, uh, R5 um, Team Kill. It, that's... that's uh, If it doesn't actually stand for that, I'll be upset.
3: I think it's pretty... I don't know. To me, I think it's pretty clear that's what the TK stands for. Mm. As that's pretty, pretty common elite speak, as it were. Gamer talk.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think for Brian... I think he just wanted Nash up in there for the memes, and it ended up being clutch in the games that I saw. Um, I'm just uh, just boss light on the on the crew. I'm not. Uh, you're sacrificing his regular um, party bus for the Nash. Um, so it's it's really up to taste and if you can um, rely on that marksmanship and that Greedo charge for his ability, there's not much else helping him with his attack, but I think in this list he's meant to die. Uh, He's meant to be the first ship to die.
3: What's interesting about this list, I'm just kind of realizing, you can trigger Cutthroat off Bosk twice, technically.
0: Yeah, if Tel dies
1: first, yeah.
3: Yeah, or or if he just uses any charge first, you can trigger it off of the YV and off the pup. Um, which is kind of a cool combo. Um, I I definitely like this boss build where he's a little leaner and you get to take the pup over the, um, over the party bus just because I, I think having the backup plan um, and having that kind of escape route with the pup is very, uh, I think it's more useful than taking, like, four long. Um, and, uh, what, what else is usually on it? Four Lama and... Uh, uh, Zuckus. Zuckus, yeah, thank you. Yeah.
0: That's um, what I
3: usually take. Yeah, that's, I think that's the standard uh, loadout for the party boss. Um, and both having Deadman switch of, like, you kill boss finally, he's at range one, he's gonna pop Deadman's. The pup comes out, it's got three health, and two evade dice, it's gonna die. And then it can pop Deadman's again is kind of a cool, like, double, uh, Double damage combo there.
2: Of, so, so you said the pup, the Nash the pup comes out with three health. Is that because it takes a dead man switch right away as
0: it comes out? It, it's because it has an emergency deploy. Yeah, oh, emergency I, deploy means that you take a critical damage once you. Oh, are okay. yeah yep.
2: I've and honestly never seen shields. anyone use it, so I.
3: Deployment. Yeah, deployment rules are so uncommon. It's it's hard to remember what each does,
0: but yeah, the pup. I, can,
1: the I've pup had can to deal with
0: my fair share of deployment <laughs> rules with the. Um, the autopilot jump
3: Oh, yes the, yes, uh, yes. the pup is a... Um, the pup is, is is kind of fun because it can only emergency deploy. Uh, but the the Houndstooth lets you take... You can dock any Z-95. Um, so there's some pretty funny builds out there where you just take a bunch of Z-95s with like Marge Sable Closure because you get to pass out a strain after you deploy. Um, so every every turn, you pick up a Z-95 and you deploy a Z-95. Huh. So you just keep passing strains around. <laughs> um, it's it's not the most competitive list, um, but it's really funny to see in action. Kind of annoying because they keep blocking. Uh, these these ships just kind of keep popping out the rear of the pup and blocking you of the
0: YV, excuse me, the hound team. And seeing tell and the national pup, it's a lot more wholesome than the the FCS Sassage boss blend list. Yes. It's
3: not the Italian XTC. You don't get mods list.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's is just is mean. Um, it's a
0: competition, boys. Somebody's got to lose. This <laughs> is <laughs> uh, the most rude, jeasting list I've ever seen on the table, and 2.0. Uh, so next, I guess it's me. We got top four. This list, uh, wow, this is Jesse Van Wist. This is school. what you were saying. Uh, took down the decimators.
3: He was my only. Li- he was my only loss in Swiss. I told him before the match that Duchess is my kryptonite. I can. I've won like maybe one game against Duchess, and he's like, "Oh, you're just selling yourself short." And then he tore my list apart. Um, <laughs> and. There, there's just one critical moment where I didn't think he would. I think he was. I thought he was still going to kite with Vader and be kind of cagey and, and try to get me and try to bait me. So I kind of went a little too aggressive, and then Vader said, "Actually, I'm turning in," <laughs> and that's when uh, it started going downhill. Um,
0: but very good list. Very good player. So um, this is the classic triple aces. We got Strickell with Predator Shield upgrade. Uh, classic Darth, not the Defender, but in the X-1 with afterburners. No FCS on this one. Uh, so you're spending your course for lost a lot more. Um, Duchess with Predator 5th Brother and Shield Upgrade. Um, the, the the neat part is seeing Duchess not taking a backseat to Whisper, taking that 5th Brother gunner, and she gets to actually hold onto it this time. And I'm sure that comes in clutch for her defense a lot of the time, too.
3: It was a lot of, from, what I, when I, from our game at least, it was a lot of using Predator on a blank, and usually converting it, and then using your Force on the Eyeball result, um, instead of using the Focus, and that way you keep the Focus, or take an Evade, and use that for defense.
0: Oh yeah, Force and Evade, for sure, that's a great point. Yeah, Duchess is, um, and... and
3: he flew this list really well, obviously, to get the top four. The one interesting thing with Vader, because everyone kept saying why no FCS, if you watch him play, he's moving that lock around pretty much every turn. Um he, he's very uh he's not afraid to spend it, and he's willing to like change targets when he needs to. And I think that's how he keeps Vader alive so well, is that he's not like committed to let's stay on you know, let's stay on Rack, let's maybe in these in instead we'll switch to Oiken or Vice-versa. Oh. He also got taken down by uh, Daniel Lim's list, um, and he had some unfortunate discords at some bad times. Oh, uh, no. Discords discords were really powerful this event. They did some work.
0: Yeah, I've... I'm a big fan of them. I, I ran um, Duncan Howard's Texas System Open list for a while two hyenas, and then six vultures, three of them with discords. They're uh, they're pretty tough. Um, uh, next, we got another Empire list. We got Doug Howe. Uh, Justice, you want to take this one?
1: Sure. This is, very
4: simply, Darth Vader and the Defender and four Academy Tide pilots.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, that's it. Well, what else do uh, you need to say? <laughs> it, it's uh, Darth Vader, yeah. the defender,
4: and then just four ties. Four
3: category ties, yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Uh,
4: that it's, it's very effective.
3: It's a Sonic very sucks. dirty list, because huh. you've got four I1 blockers that can be extremely annoying, and then you've got Darth Vader, who's going to be doing three hits, if not four hits, every turn. Um,
4: and it's the defender, so...
3: Yes. And you can't touch him. So and and that's the funny thing too. You take down the four academies, you you fight it out, you duke it out, all invaders Vader's kiting you, and you realize you've only scored eighty-eight points and Vader's 112. <laughs> and you're like,
2: Well, I or you spend have, now all your what?
4: time fighting vader yep. and the pilots are like we'll do two shots a turn like plink
2: plink plink death yeah. pretty much cuts. yeah
4: yeah it's 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 a really lose
2: lose it um I, I might have to try this This i never even i don't i don't i have not seen anybody put defender vader on the table since the week it was released
4: it's ridiculous
2: this this has become i think the most
3: popular build with him um yep if you don't want to fly like a double defender list Um, Just because these, again, it's it's just so effective that you either use the TIEs as blockers and annoyance pieces or that your opponent starts putting all these resources and killing TIE fighters while Vader just uh, hits them upside the head with a sledgehammer. Um, And and really the only reason he lost was that uh, his his opponent that knocked him out was uh, Duncan Howard and Duncan had proton torpedoes that could double tap with Darth Maul. Um, and that's what could take out those ties easy enough that Vader started to have, have to do work before, uh, uh, before sooner than he usually has to, because those ties popped a lot quicker than usual.
1: Well,
4: and then well, jumping just to Duncan Hards, let's... I was
3: going to say, that's Palpertine, a great
4: segue. <laughs> Palpatine is so useful yes. against the Defender.
3: Yes. Now you're stressed. No more white 4K for you. Or you can use it, but you don't get your evade.
4: Yep.
2: Well, speaking of Duncan Howard, that is the next list?
0: Yep. All right, Dave, that's yours. Oh, is it? Oh, okay.
2: So Duncan Howard, yeah. uh, Separatists. Uh, no, it's getting late. I understand. Thanks for, thanks for stopping in again.
0: Thanks, Justice.
2: Okay, so Separatists for Duncan Howard. Everybody knows who this is. He had uh, Django Fett, Lone Wolf, Count Dooku, and proton bombs, and then Darth Maul with hate, proton torpedoes, Palpatine, Sidious, and uh, that's that's one card, flip card, and General Grievous. Wow,
0: yeah,
1: uh, there's.
3: I would put a this great in list. the same. Put this in the same category as the. Um, the the two decimators in terms of uh, like all these upgrades and combos that can really take you down pretty quick Um, kind of a 1.0 mentality Um, this list is just so potent at blowing ships up with those proton torpedoes um, and lone wolf jango with proton bombs they do crits they do damage and they're they're chunky enough that even if you're hitting them they can take a few hits and still uh, pump out those uh
0: Big shots. Yeah, and if you're only getting a couple of shots into that infiltrator, you got grievous to help you out. And the hate pro, the hate and Palpatine combo is yep. ridiculous. Yep, you've got four
3: force on Darth Maul. He can shoot twice. He can get force back when he inevitably takes damage. It's
0: it's brutal. And, that and then every. Is- uh, Every time he gets shot, he can stress you. I didn't like, think the... he's always, always going to have force.
2: I didn't think the Sith infiltrator came out as a black box. It did. Uh, CIS was new in 2.0. Okay,
3: then. All right. I not yep. uh-huh. Okay. The the prequel factions weren't in the game until 2.0 launched, hmm. and the sequel factions technically weren't weren't their own things. They were just part of the Rebel and Imperial lists up until that point. It's just you mm-hmm. don't see the infiltrator that much because it's
0: kind of an unwieldy ship to use. It's it wasn't around of, since the beginning of the yeah. The, um,
2: I, I remember it being pretty popular. The there was reactions. like a two infiltrator list that yeah. Jake, a friend just, of mine used to play a lot, but
3: it's kind of a wonky dial. The okay. stat line isn't the best, so like it's kind of fallen out of uh, vogue, especially as CIS has gotten stuff like the HMP and the Nantex and the Fire Spray,
0: all of which are very. Um, very good and a little
3: easier to maneuver
0: and then you um, go back to this thing and they there's two pilots with three force on them
3: yeah that is the thing It's yeah. and both of them have really good abilities um, mm-hmm. Maul can obviously double tap and uh, Dooku can stay alive for a lot longer with that ability to cloak after he shoots or or get shot at then ditch the cloak
0: before he shoots um, yeah I used to run Dooku with five uh, energy shell vultures yeah. Um, that, like, that's when CIS is brand new. That was kind of my go-to.
3: My, the the uh, opponent I just, I talked about earlier, my kitchen table buddy, um, I think after CIS and Republic came out, I think he beat me for like three straight months because I couldn't get Republic to do anything against Historic Swarms.
0: <laughs> yeah. They are still like the two-dice faction, but there's, they're getting a lot better. They are. I, I, they have the most powerful support ship in the game
3: with a lot. Yeah, they're good. I think people who say Republic isn't good... They're, they're not broken, but they have some really good ships and really good abilities, and I think the the Ada, especially as road and system phase training, I can start becoming more of a thing, being able to reposition and the system phase after you know if you're going first or second is very powerful.
0: So. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, Greg is in the chat, and he says... Dooku being an I three hurts him a little. What say you, Andrew?
3: I don't disagree with that. It's kind of an awkward initiative of. It's it, like I said earlier. Like I think I three is the new I one. Like that's our new baseline initiative. Anything below that gets, um, I think, is 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 very likely to be initiative killed unless you've got something like Warhog, uh, where I I three now is kind of the minimum you have to take if you want to make sure your swarm is issues. Um... Now, with Dooku at i3, with Road, he has more of a chance to do things because you can kind of adapt to, like, okay, I need to. You roll for Road and you realize, okay, I'm going first, which means I'm going to shoot first. I need to decloak now, and then make my move. Um, so I can take my shot and then perform my action afterwards. Or is it. I can't remember what the, what the order of operations on, on Dooku is. Is it action it's after time you shoot? For me. Uh, after you defend the attackers in your fire arc, you may spend a charge or uh, force to remove one of your tokens. Okay, yeah. So after he performs the attack, he can send the charge to do the action. So you decloak in the system phase. You take your shot. If you hit, you get to get that. Um, you get your uh, cloak back. Or if you t- find it, your second player, you keep the cloak. You do your move. You let them shoot you, then you ditch the cloak and shoot. Um, I-, I think I three is okay with where he's at, um, especially on the kind of a large base with a big arc. Um, we'll see uh, We'll see if how it works in the new meta when that eventually un- unravels. Um, but I do see how I3 can be kind of an issue. It, honestly, it's the same issue I kind of have with Arvil for a long time of like, I love Arvel and the A-Wing, but I3 is kind of like too high to consistently be a blocker but too low to consistently be like the arc dodge and then boost into bump. Um, it's just kind of like an awkward middle ground. So I, I definitely get where Greg's coming from here.
0: Yeah. I'm At the beginning of 2.0 when I was playing this, when I was playing Dooku a lot, uh, we, I was playing against uh, uh, Camry, who was a very good player. Um, and he just decided not to attack Dooku one, re- one turn so I couldn't decloak and I was like you that can is, do that
3: that is the <laughs> one problem with Duke it's like well I'm just not gonna shoot you can't shoot me and maybe my shot isn't very good so let me just not bother and it's, it's like, like well what? you can
0: do that I didn't know that
3: yeah it's like I think you have to shoot me it's like checkers right you have to take the piece if I put it in front <laughs> of you you gotta take the shot
0: I'll and uh, uh Greg also says 90% off pin miniatures with the keyword COVID is that true no Although I did, I had like... a click. 90%
3: uh, off? (laughs) Yeah, Greg likes to say that a lot. I had, (laughs) I think like seven or eight orders. uh, And then over the past three days, it's down to like two open orders instead of like eight. Um, So I'm feeling good. And I don't really need to bump my numbers up right now though. Because I've painted so
0: much in the past week and a half. And I've got so much more to do. So... Well, I think... I didn't mean to um, set it up this way, but I think it's appropriate that our guest gets the (laughs) final table list all to himself. Uh, The winner, Daniel Lim, aka Isofane. Yes. Um, Dr... Our our lord and savior.
3: Dr. Isofane over here. Um, We've got Captain Seer in the belly rub uh, with K2B4. That is the tactical relay that says if the... After you defend, or a friendly ship defends, if it's not in the attacker's bullseye arc, it may spend a calculate. If it, do, if it does, um, the attacker gets to choose if the defender gets to add an evade or the attacker takes a strain. So it helps keep these Separatist drones alive because you've got, uh, and also sorry, and plating and Solus one on Seer because then you've got uh, six sep- six trade, uh, no six Vulture Droids. Excuse me. Six Vulture Droids, the first of which is DFS 311 Doofus with independent calculations and grappling struts. He is the Vulture Droid that gets to pass a calculate to a friendly ship at range 0 to 3, I think? Maybe 0 to 2. Uh, I'm not super familiar with the CIS abilities. It is 0 to 3, so yeah, he gets to pass someone to calculate. And then you've got three Separatist Drones, the I 3 Vultures with Discord missiles grappling struts and independent calcs and then two separatist drones with just the struts and independent calculations it is a classic seer swarm at i3 uh
0: what do you want to do <laughs> how do you want
3: to how do you want to deal with it's this missing
0: it it's missing a ship that it used to have it is but you but, get um but you, you, get you still get detail. some amazing toys especially yes. guaranteed double calculates without having a ship dying yep Yep, and you, and you get a little
3: more defense with K2, B4, um, or you can cause the attacker to get a strain, which is huge. They get a strain, and you can cancel a crit, or cancel on evade, so you're really talking about, like, some super
0: guaranteed damage coming in. Um, and if, the only thing you got to worry about with this list, you don't even have to worry about network calculations. Yep. Um, you just, you can still bearable calculate if you want, but you're just trying to line up those bullseyes for Seer, who's at range 0-3. That's a big, that's a big band to be in. Yep. Uh, KTB4 is range zero to three as well. I'm very familiar with that card. It's a,
3: um, it's a good upgrade. I like KTB4. It's um, from what I saw at his games, it added a lot of strains. Didn't do a lot of evades, but honestly, that I think he's okay with that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: Of like the strains are just as good. You don't necessarily
0: need um need to add evades if your attacker is going to be weaker. Um, he was also. I I was um, listening to the Fly Better discussion yes. with him, and he said, "TV ninety four is another option that you can put into this list, and it, it's not as defensive anymore, but it's still a good option just to be able to add hit results."
3: Yeah, it's kind of the op- It's it's him. the 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 vermeil to this. Uh, it's the vermeil to K two B 4s fair off of like. Would you rather have the more defensive ability or the
0: more offensive ability? Either one. Is pretty good, (laughs) and you have a possible max of three calculates to play with. Yep. So, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you roll two dice in the
3: bullseye, you get a hit and an eyeball. You spend a calculate, make it two. Then all of a sudden, if you've got the bullseye, you can spend a calculate to add a third result, and then you can cancel and evade. And that's kind of the dream, right there, right? Three hits and uh, minus one agility on a uh, two attack die, two evade die, three health ship.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I think I'm still a bigger fan of b four. Just because uh, uh, tv ninety four is still really restrictive. Yeah. Um, you have to be in the bullseye for Captain Seer plus T V ninety four. Um KTB four is any defense if you have that calc. Um use okay. it. The nice thing about TV94, please.
3: The nice thing is that with Doofus' passing ability, you can know if you've got someone bullseyed. That's true. So you can say, like, okay, uh, Separatist Drone number three here has a bullseye. Doofus is going to pass the calculate to that one and hope we get the dream roll before we can add the result and then also cancel the result. Um, So it, it works, it's good. I do think you're right, though, Lou. like the defensive, the defensive ability is uh, probably better in the long run.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's really it depends what list you're facing if you're going to be getting evades or the straight out. But yeah, uh, and in my experience, they um, they actually gave me the evade a lot more of the time because I have mm-hmm. five one eighty degree arcs, so they don't want to have one round where they're rolling one less evade die. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that with HMPs. It's Especially
1: when they've got that choice. much health,
3: too. When they've got that much health, you're kind of like, whatever, like, have another evade, as, as opposed to a vulture, like, I just need to get three hits so I
0: can get one more, you know? It, the evade seems a lot bigger there. Yeah, I'm like, give me the free evade sweep that's <laughs> like adding yes a haul upgrade every single time you attack me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, So, yeah, that was uh, LVO. Uh, Thank you so much for giving us uh, your experience with everything going on here.
3: I had a great time at LVO. um, Like I said, the start of the podcast, um, it it really rekindled my love for the game um, in terms of in person play and finally going out and meeting these people i've talked to online and seen um and now we can hang out and hug and you know go to dinner and all this other fun stuff uh that was such a cool feeling and such a great feeling and it is something i am i am figuring out when the next the next chance i can do that
0: i will pounce on um I'm, I'm not, not gonna away, lie um <laughs> watching this event like i haven't wanted to to, like, just mm-hmm. teleport more than <laughs> Like, teleport there more than... Because I have been a Debbie Downer when it's come to the new rules. Yeah. Like, I, I'm still not... I wasn't 100%, but just even watching this event being streamed, Yeah, seeing everybody still having a great time playing X-Wing, I'm on board. For what I'm it's
3: worth, I, I like... I, after LVO, I really enjoyed, like, Road and the new obstacle rules there. I think it kept things more interesting and it made for some... I think it made obstacles more interesting, again, to where, like, usually a gas cloud I'm like, whatever, I'm just gonna fly through it, take my strain, or maybe take a strain, but I still get to shoot. And now it's like, okay, I may not get to shoot and I'm ionized, do I really want to risk it and all this other kind of stuff? Um, I, I I liked... I think, I think the new rules, whenever we see them in full, we can always make a judgement then. But I, I liked how they were implemented here. Um, hopefully, uh, the full implementation is good. Uh, we'll find out. Um, I, I don't agree that Road is terrible and it's going to ruin the game. I think Road is actually
0: kind of fun and good. The you other know, um, thing I'm worried about is uh, this, like, that I'm not 100% on the scenario play. Uh, just yeah. because people are still going to make lists that are going to kill your lists faster Yeah. Than-
3: I just I hope the scenario play they're just gonna win that way I just hope scenario play introduces more list building options Uh, maybe it makes some of these other chassis viable again Um, we'll see but ultimately like the core message is yeah the game is still X-Wing the people are still um, the people are still great and playing games in person is still awesome and if you
0: can do it you should totally do it yeah remember we were saying some 1.0 lists, the games were decided before you even hit yeah. the table. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping that doesn't happen with scenario play, with certain I, lists I would agree. Dominate, dominating those formats. There's you don't want to roll up to the table during yeah. a certain scenario and realize the other list is just going to dominate.
3: There's still a lot of unknowns, hopefully we'll get answers to them soon, and I'm hoping that it's going to be a good result.
0: Um, can, I, can I make a, a plug here at the end? Totally. Absolutely, I, I we are near the end. I'm going to ask you to make as many shoutouts as you'd like to make. Cool. Uh, so go ahead. Sir. I've got two really big ones. Uh, one is
3: uh, more selfish, and one is more altruistic. So I'm going to start with the altruistic one. Um, if you are on the eastern seaboard or near the East Coast, I strongly, I, I want to strongly uh, encourage people. To try to make it to the Northern, uh, Virginia Open this year, Nova. It is held on Labor Day. It is in the Metro DC area. So it's a pretty quick flight for most of the Eastern Seaboard, even if it's in Canada. Um, it's in the same time zone, which means that you're not, uh, dealing with the jet lag I dealt with, uh, coming back from L- LVO in my mm-hmm. red-eye flight, which was an experience unto its own. Um... My, my red eye flight and then a 20 minute connector in Atlanta. Uh, we were running at 6 a.m. Um, but Nova is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I can say right now that Team Jawa is going to be running some of the side events. Um, and by some of the side events, I mean we're going to be running these side events. There's three of them. One is an Aces High um, alternate format. One is and then two of them are alternate tournament formats that we've run as team Java before and they should be a lot of fun um and i can't say much about the prizing yet um, for the full event but i will say this i i i think it's going to be huge it's 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 going to be huge prizing it's going to be super cool um and i think it's super worth it if you like competitive play and want to prove yourself on a large stage if you know what I mean, that's all I'm going to say. Um, I think that's a good enough tease that uh, there's going to be some really cool prizing at this event. Um, and some really uh, important stuff. So Nova, if you're interested in organized play, um, unofficial organized play. Let me, let me say that. Um, I don't want to... Sorry, I, I want to make sure I say it's unofficial. Um, no, that's okay. So the,
1: uh,
2: the prize <laughs> support is that unofficial as well. Is that not um, like when you say it's big, as of it's now? Stuff, or
3: as of now, it's unofficial.
2: Okay, cool.
3: And not I'm that that makes a that. difference
2: at all. It's still cool. Just, um, just curious. I'm just going to say,
3: as of now, it's unofficial, and you can make your own conclusions okay. as to what that means. Um, I may tell you more after we, we stop recording. <laughs> that's um. So <clears throat> but no worries. It's totally worth going to nova if you can swing it it's labor day which is the first weekend in september mm-hmm. um hopefully i'll be there i'm not sure if i'll be able to make it but i like i said i've been helping with the planning and organizing and one of the other team java members is there um gonna be a great time and it's altruistic because even though team java is involved we don't profit on anything we don't make money uh we we do this all because we enjoy the game and like to make cool prizes um this is a, like a third job for me that I don't get paid for. So uh, yeah, I'm going to say it's here, altruistic. Patty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it's altruistic. It's a lot of work. Um, but it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, I'll see everyone there who can make it. And my second plug, other than the team job, which I've already kind of talked about at the beginning, um, is going to be I like to paint ships. Um, I think I do a decent job at it. Um, if you're interested in seeing my work, you can go to 10 miniatures on Instagram. Um, it is. Uh, I try to post semi regularly there. I'm not great about it because I'm not a great social media guy, but I do my best. Um, I also have an Etsy store, um, and as anyone can anyone can DM me about uh, commissions on Etsy or Instagram or Discord. Excuse me. Um,
1: yeah. Any of those places.
0: A, I was just taking a look at one of your Fang Fighters.
3: Yeah, I just <laughs> did one for Tommy Adams. Uh, some people may know Mega Silver Tommy Adams he hangs out in GSP a lot it is one of the yep. new Rebel Fang Fighters um, Dirk something or other it's kind of yellow and gray oh Dick Ultron yeah that's it um, <laughs> Dick Ultron that's it that's what I call him anyways close enough for me baby uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fun Tommy scheme on
3: here. it's a fun scheme have you? yep yeah Never Tommy's, have, Tommy's uh, a cool guy I also did a. Uh, expect, yeah I did a, a prime delivery truck uh, AP5 for him as well, the be to add to oh. his uh, shipping because uh, he's got a whole theme of shipping ships. He's got like a, a DHL, site or She class shuttle and like a uh, oh, US Lambda
0: and all this other stuff. It's very funny. Um, oh man, uh, did he uh, did he have to pay um, order tolls when he shipped him?
3: He's. I thought he was the U.S. Because
0: I have to do that. Yeah, but it, I have to do that every time I get something from UPS. Really? My no, my, my wife just got a uh, order today, and she had to pay uh, so customs on it. This is because be- they shipped it from Canada. Yeah. To the U.S. Oh. To Germany. Back to the U.S. Again. To Canada again. Oh good lord! Uh, this is gonna be maybe an insider hack. Uh, I used to work in logistics.
3: Um x-wing stuff falls under hs tariff code 9400 point something or other um that code is almost universally tariff free so if you are ordering anything x-wing related you just need to make sure the shipper indicates they, they fill out a customs form where they, they list it as um as like the, the right hs code of board games because then you shouldn't have to pay any additional fees on it when it gets shipped to you um it is almost universally tariff-free, except for, I think, like, China and, like, Vietnam have a tariff on it, because they produce a lot of those goods. Um, I could be mistaken it's, on that, but, yeah,
0: just... Some of the customs things are ridiculous here. Yeah. It's like just, if you, if you fill out the form, uh, you yeah. should be able to avoid that, but. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even know that you got charged customs, and then they'll tell you six months later. Oof. It's like, what? Yeah. But yeah, if you if you, up
3: you should be able to avoid it. I guess knowledge may vary. I could be wrong, but yeah. Anyways, um, anyone's free to talk to me about commissions. I, I have pretty reasonable prices. Um, I think I do a pretty good job, and I uh, like to do it, even though it takes up my life uh, of, of the past week. Anyways, it's been uh, it's been my second job, and my third job is Team Jawa. So X-Wing is two of my three jobs right now, and they don't pay very well compared to my <laughs> real job. So
2: Yeah, Dave, where's my paycheck? <laughs> you're, you're getting paid the same amount I'm getting paid, buddy.
1: <laughs>
2: that's about how much I'm that's making from Team Gala, too. <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm losing money, to be honest. You're paid in love.
3: I, I get paid in the cards. Like I get to make the cards I want, so I guess that that's what it comes down to, is I get to print cool custom alt arts, and that's about it those are the plays I have. Uh, I want to thank you guys for having me on to talk about LBO. Um, it was an awesome experience. I'm just glad to kind of revisit it. And a- again, it just, it, after this whole period of everything, um, being able to go to like an event like that and see all these people and hang out with these people and like, you know, chill and chat and joke and laugh and, you know, just play games what this game's about and i think why this game is gonna be okay (laughs) regardless of what amg does i think
0: the game will be okay i mean they can undo whatever mistakes they make as fast as they make them so
3: that is the thing too is they 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 have already shown with especially with mcp as justice said they have a willingness to say like oh we thought this was gonna work it didn't work let's change it um and, and that's one thing I was talking to D about too, with like the whole Hera situation, and they were really quick to be like, "Oh, Hera's ability doesn't work. Let's change it um, so that it makes sense." Uh, so you know, just keep that in mind I, if it comes down. I've
0: invested in in this game and with, yep. and I've made friends. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out and see how it goes.
3: Yep, it's worth worth giving it a shot, if only just to see people and give some people some hugs again and play some games
0: <laughs> it's sad seeing some people go but it's we're also gonna get lots of more friends
3: that's now. the hope that's the hope is we get some new people in and we get some new blood and you know just keep my my, my one goal is to keep X-Wing as positive as it usually is it's um, always my, jo- go- my goal uh, with Team Jawa is we try to be a positive sphere and a positive space and that's always the goal is we're here to have fun and play X-Wing and let's keep the mind on that. And we'll figure it out from there.
0: That's a great place to end it. I like that message. Um, uh, thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners uh, as well um, for joining us here on Twitch. We're going to cut it off now. And uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And uh, we'll check you out next time. Bye.